0: Spartans prepare for glory! HO! Ho! ho. When We're going we don't need roads! Yeah!
1: Let's tell you my story, man.
0: Yeah. I'm drunk, show what? Beautiful, I'm drunk. Show me the money. Show me Utah. the money. You talk. Give me two. Yeah. It feels good right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do me, do me, do me. Gotta show me the money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Come on.
1: Here we. we- Yo, with another episode of Off Topic with the Movie Guys I'm Sean Macy And I'm and Jay Mac Sitting the across house. from me as always is the guy that butts into my whole This is actually a solo show yeah. And the guy that butts into it oh. is Jason we'll,
0: McDonald One day we'll get the intro right Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to change it up next time I'm going to trick you I'm telling you that now because well, I know th- you'll forget You trick
0: me every week That's why I come in early Hello oh. Pod, how are you? We miss you I'm very happy to be here and, oh my God, what a day.
1: Yeah, a lot, uh, what do you mean, the weather? No. Captain
0: oh, Marvel gets Captain released Marvel. today. <laughs> Tonight, actually.
1: That's right. That's, uh, as we're speaking, the... All
0: around the world, yeah. from London yeah. to the Bay.
1: <laughs> it's the Hammer Go Hammer, it's the Hammer Hammer. Yo yeah, hammer? Yeah, yeah. And somebody, the rest can go yeah, and play? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we're showing our age. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but Captain Marvel is out now. Which yeah. is fantastic. So from 6.30 We could be PM, watching it
0: right now, but we're doing the podcast for, that's right. for you guys.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go and see it tomorrow, actually. Are, Are you? you? Yeah, I'm going to go see it during the day. Oh, uh, why? Because you can. Because I can. And, uh, and I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to this, mainly because of the whole 90s nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to see how it ties into Infinity War and Endgame. That's it. Yep. That's, I just want to see that the rest of the film can happen. I don't care if it's good or bad. Yeah. I just need a couple of good '90s references and how do we include ourselves in Endgame?
0: Yep, I'm excited for that. Although you're a white male, but that you know, just go go with it anyway. You'll be fine. What do you, What do you mean? <laughs> oh, Brie Larson doesn't want white males to watch her film. No, no. <laughs> oh, is that? Did that happen? Yeah. It's yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. Look it up, peeps. Yeah. look it up
1: like, like, mm. tell me about right, I do no, no, like, tell me I came across like I that.
0: I'm sure that um, she was basically saying that this film doesn't have to be for you know white middle aged white males
1: oh okay yeah. lucky I'm 20 something then
0: yeah that's a good thing <laughs> yeah I feel I feel 27
1: yeah I, I, I really want I do want to see this film
0: but people die at 27 speaking of which oh yeah we've had two deaths in the last 48 hours
1: yeah tell everybody
0: Right, we've had uh, Luke Perry.
1: Yes, nine hundred two one zero.
0: Nine hundred two one
1: zero, which, which I was I watched the opening to it just so oh, you know did uh, you? again today, like the opening sequence.
0: It was a uh, very nineties, uh, yeah.
1: Very nineties, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and yeah, he was he was really big back then, and and obviously recently in um, in. It's coming to me, Netflix. Riverdale. Riverdale. Thank yeah, you yeah, yeah. for saving me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't, I've read the – I haven't
1: seen Riverdale, but I, I've
0: yeah, – Yeah, my, my girls it. watch it and they, I think they don't mind it, you know. And the other one, obviously, Keith Flint. Yes. Pro, Pro, Prodigy.
1: Another, like – well, I'm sure it was 80s as well, but definitely 90s. Prodigy mm. for me.
0: Oh, coming yeah. Through. I mean, you, you know, would have been – you would have loved Firestarter, right?
1: Firestarter, Smack My Bitch Up. Mm. Um, and there was one other one.
0: Come play the game, and I'll test you.
1: Psychosomatic, genetic, insane. Yeah, yeah. Don't know what the name of that. Yeah, song I that's called. <laughs> there
0: were three songs that a true, were true. Yeah, but a true pioneer, though, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what else? What are you? What are you doing? What are you been up to? Uh, I, I miss well, you.
1: Obviously, since the last time we did a pod, I was speaking about doing Dancing with the Stars, and yeah. I have now done up to episode three of the show. So, what well, if... can you tell us? What well, can it... you
0: tell us? Can you give us some goss? Can you give us some goss?
1: No, not a whole lot. Obviously, uh-huh. as you know from each show, <laughs> I can't talk about it too much. Um, but what I can say is that uh, most people around the world will understand what Dancing with the Stars is because there's you know in every territory there's that program. Uh, you know this is in Australia, so we have the Australian stars there. But we do have one overseas contestant, mm. which yeah, Curtly Ambrose, which we spoke about on the last pod. Yeah, but uh, I finally like I've got to meet somebody who. It uh, was an idol of mine growing yeah? up. how was that? <laughs> Amazing. Like, you know, he's, he's a lovely guy. You know, you forget his age really. Like, I, I don't know exactly what, but he's definitely sort of 50 odd. Um, but he is
0: 6'8". Yeah, right. He, like,
1: I'm 6'4", yeah, and wow. he dwarfs me. Um, wow. and, he, and his hands Like when you shake his hands They engulf your hands <laughs> <laughs> You can see how he could grip a ball And you know Rotate his arms To bowl Australian batters out
0: Yeah And um, how's his um, How's his Jamaican accent Is it still thick
1: uh, Well he's not Jamaican So uh, He doesn't have a Jamaican accent
0: Okay
1: He's uh, Antiguan
0: Okay
1: Yeah um, He is from the West Indies though Yeah Which yeah, ha- yeah. I do have a similar accent Throughout But he's not Jamaican Okay Right, you got to be careful Of these things mate Not all West Indies Are, are the same <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many times I've had to correct people Before they've gone to
0: uh, Meet him Why well, When they're messing with Jamaican stuff or? Well it
1: could be Jamaican oh, He's from yeah. Barbados he's, yeah, right. You know No one has ever said uh, Oh yeah he's from Antigua You know yeah, and to, to, to be fair, I didn't know that until he told me.
0: Right. Okay. Right. So it's not like I'm I should have there got going... macro. I should have started with the West Indies <laughs>
1: yeah, and then drilled yeah. down. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> to be safe. To be safe. Yeah. Exactly.
1: That was closer
0: to a Jamaican accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's going well. You enjoying no, it
1: that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a mixed bag. You know, like I've I've spoken to you off the pod, and yeah, it's uh, it can be at times a stressful job, but. As you know, I tend to during my professional career keep a level head. You do, um, and uh, you know we, we get through it. Like we've we've put three episodes out; there have been no fault so far. So, fingers crossed, we'll, we'll keep going. I think it's like ten episodes,
0: and that's why they pay you the big bucks. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good. I, I work with a really good team. I work with um, two other women. Uh, in fact, three other women. Yeah. Uh, in, in the team I'm the only guy And uh, we work really well together Yeah, cool So i um, yeah, well, really happy with that That's
0: good That's a bit of a rarity Kind of Because It know, is There has been moments where You haven't worked well with Other teams or whatever You know, there's been one person Or something That you haven't, that's hasn't right. quite worked and...
1: Yeah, you can't always get everyone To like each other And whatnot yeah. uh, I think it helps that you know you're not necessarily always in the same room as well (laughs) yeah like my role is called um, assistant floor manager back of house so basically i take care of um of when all the talent arrives making sure that they understand what their schedule is getting them into hair and makeup on time getting them into um position so the other assistant floor manager who works in studio um, can take them to their marks yeah, before they start, it's
0: like a production line almost.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a. Lot have of, you
0: been to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs>
1: all that's yeah, honestly yeah. all those stuff. Have you got issues? You think it's not that you're trying to treat them like children. It's just that no. if you miss something, you don't have time to go back and get it. So
0: exactly, it's also they're not familiar with the studio process or a production process. So you're there to say, right? You need to. Leave your phone here now. You need to go to the bathroom if you haven't already been because we need to move in the next two minutes. Yeah. Because
1: there are a lot of people who have worked on TV or they've worked in movies like Samuel Johnson and things Mm. like that or Mm. or TV series, but they've never necessarily necessarily done a live Live. two-hour show. And
0: it's very different, I'm sure.
1: And it it is, uh, you know, it's high pressure, Mm. but um, you do so much. The timing is
0: everything. Well, it is. but, But you
1: do so much rehearsal for, you know, a couple of days leading in That you really do know what you're doing beforehand. You're just running through the motions once the show happens. Yeah. Um, your your pay packet comes in when that particular flow is disrupted by something like a missing celeb or dancer, which can happen because they might tend to go to the bathroom, but not happen to tell the person they're supposed to tell. Just you know, because they're just thinking, I'll go, I'll go, and I'll come back. But they just happen to take a bit too long or something, and you just you don't know where they are. So. You know, you sort of hit stations. Um, so, what would you
0: what would you hear down comms down your ear? What what would be a typical thing?
1: Uh, it would just uh, the, the good thing is is that people check in early. So, I'll say, have you got,
0: you X. know, person A yep. in
1: position um, to the assistant so floor manager it starts, studio?
0: It starts like that.
1: Starts at the floor manager. The call goes out to the um, AF. We we'll call it AFM assistant floor manager AFM studio to say, are they in position? Hmm. And that person. would have already been calling me saying where is person A? Hmm. So I will be like delivering person A to them. So if I can't find them, then studio says to thing, (laughs) we're we're not sure where they are. (laughs) Sean, where are they? Get them. (laughs) No, they're not that bad. But uh, yeah, you just, you, you definitely run. You're not, you're not walking around looking for somebody. You're running, looking for somebody.
0: Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, it's good, man. We haven't and lost anyone yet. Huh? Ah. They're all on screen. Yeah, not on my watch.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I I was talking to a a really good friend of mine who works in um for a studio in in Australia. Oh, yeah. Today. And uh, she was just giving me a bit of a lay of the land for the um industry at the moment.
1: Oh, yeah. And how yeah. it's
0: moved on from where I left in um what was it? May last year, right? Yeah. So we're
1: looking at movie studios, like for um, for theatrical and yep. home entertainment releases. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Correct.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I was having a chat with her, and, and she, hopefully she's listening to this podcast because <laughs> I put her on to it. So uh, I just wanted to I wanted to run through some figures. So forgive about the detail so much, but just I want you guys to understand what shift has happened because I was flawed and I knew it was coming, but how yeah. it shifted in the last how long has that been? Um, nine months. Nine ten months. months. Yeah. You ready?
1: Yeah, because yeah, I'm really interested in this yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: I'll do. I'll do a, I'll do a very blanket approach. Yes. Right? Yeah. Theatrical, right? So ex- exhibitors' theatrical business in Australia is worth 1.2 billion dollars revenue, right? Right. To the studios. Okay. Across all studios. Across big all money. studios. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a good industry. Yeah, and yeah. it hasn't really. Yeah, but hasn't really changed. That, that's probably increased ever so slightly over the last couple of years. Believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, because those big uh, ten pole films do very very well. Physical and digital, right? So this was my home entertainment field, like physical media. So it's yeah. like DVDs, Blu-rays, UHD, and including digital EST. So when you buy a film through iTunes or whatever, including all of that, right? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. So all that, of that, yeah.
0: Yep. That is now worth $800 million, right? Okay. So it's just it's $400 million under our Theatrical. Yeah. That Isn't was that, a bit that, higher. Good? Well, it's good. Well, it, it's declining at a, a pace of 30%. Okay. Year-on-year, uh, year, right? So, year. okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty rapid decline, obviously, because physical media now is really only in specialties such as um, uh, JB Hi-Fi, Sanity, and then your kiosks, like Video Easy Kiosks. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much physical media, yeah. other than uh, Big W has a little well, bit Well, as too, you know, man.
1: my main complaint has always been if I wanted to buy something, I yeah. can't buy it locally to me. I have to travel a minimum of 24 minutes. Yeah. Which doesn't seem like big a big time, I guess. Mm. but you know when you think back ten years, you could you, there's no way you would travel more than ten minutes anywhere without buying a DVD.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we exactly. we've had that conversation. Yeah. Now are you ready for it? The big mover of so, all sorry. of these categories mm-hmm. is what they call in the industry SPOD, and pod means subscription videos on video on demand, which means, Netflix oh, right, and yeah. Stan. Yeah. In this country, it's Netflix and Stan. Maybe yeah. there's a few smaller ones. Yeah, there's like Canopy them.
1: and things like that. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And there's uh there's um Dendi Direct and stuff like that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so this category was worth four hundred million dollars, which is quite large when I left, is now worth one over one point three billion dollars. Subscription services, Can I, digital platform, yep. is worth more in Australia than theatrical.
1: Now, that is that is amazing. My question is, is it worth that much to Netflix and Stan, or is it worth that much to the home entertainment industry?
0: It's worth that much to the home entertainment industry. Yeah, no, nothing to do with subscription figures. We're not talking um, revenue into the business. Yeah. We're talking um, revenue into the studios. Yeah, right. right. So what all that means is that the studios are getting more money from Netflix and Stan than they are from Big W, JV um, and Video Easy combined or theatrical combined. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and what's really interesting about it from a studio point of view is subscription Netflix of the like have always been like, not the end game, but once it goes to Netflix – where else does it go?
1: Where else does it go, yeah? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's their problem with it. They're getting all this revenue, which is healthy, I guess, because it's growth. <laughs> but if they hand over um widows, widows to Netflix straight away,
1: yeah.
0: Well, well, you can't then go theatrical. No. You could go physical after that, but it's obviously, you know, lost a little bit probably. Yeah. Um, you could probably go digital, but why go digital when you can just you get it for f- free? Yeah, um, subscription. Quote, uh, yeah, a free under a Netflix subscription, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I was just floored by those numbers. I couldn't believe it. I I thought. For, you know for subscription to be more than theatrical was just unbelievable.
1: I read a report today because obviously there's a big thing going on with Steven Spielberg and he's trying to say that Netflix films sh- uh, should be treated like TV films yeah. um or made for television films and not be uh, eligible for the Academy Awards. So I'm not going to get into that whole argument right now because the review um then or the report then went on to talk about kind of this but basically saying if Netflix wants people to take them seriously Maybe they should have on their subscription platform more than 27 films that were made before 2005. <laughs> I haven't been on to like check myself. That was yeah. just a number that was yeah, thrown yeah, at me. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of think back to what is on there. It feels that
0: way. Yeah, it feels that way. Because,
1: yeah. you know, there's a there's a struggle. Like I've been talking lately to you about a movie called The Big Hit. Yep. Come find it.
0: Can't, I, yeah. True Romance. We've talked about that extensively on this podcast. Come find it. Yeah. yeah. That's a hole. There's a hole there for sub. Maybe two thousand, whatever the year is, yeah. even two hundred three or something. Sub two hundred three, going backwards, there's groups of films that have been completely missed. Yep. Even with iTunes and the like, who boast thirty, forty thousand catalog um, titles on their catalog.
1: Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what, yeah, how how the home entertainment industry um, deal with this and whether they keep going theatrical, whether they go straight to Netflix.
0: Well, yeah, I think there's going to be further consolidation where all studios come together basically and just, you know, it just makes sense to do it that way. But anyway, I was just really – I couldn't believe that actually now, what it really means is that they're the number one distribution point out of every format of media in Australia. It's crazy, right? Well, inevitable but crazy that it's already here. Did you know that Netflix have come back and responded to Spielberg? Did you know? No, no, I – can I read their response to you? Yeah, do it, yeah. yeah. you ready? So what Sean was saying before about Spielberg going, you know, Netflix isn't a theatrical experience and Oscars should be about a theatrical experience. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree or disagree. That's just, it's a point? Yeah. Opinion? It's like, okay. So Netflix came back and this is their uh, little thing to back to Stil- Spielberg, you ready? We love cinema. Here are some of the things we also love. Access for people who can't always afford or live in towns without theatres letting everyone everywhere enjoy releases at the same time giving filmmakers more ways to share art <laughs> these are the things that are mutually exclusive that are not mutually exclusive i thought it was a pretty good comeback yeah it's, you know, no,
1: it's good because uh, yeah, i think he was trying to point out that Roma didn't you know had they, they put it out for a token amount of time or something yeah. like that and then um again i read something on Twitter where they pointed out some other film that was nominated a few years back didn't actually have a theatrical release. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it was like...
0: Piece of No Nation or something. Yeah,
1: like. something like that. And No, not on Netflix, On oh. like just a studio film.
0: <laughs> right, right, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and how it was still nominated and all that sort of stuff. So. Well,
0: speaking of Roma, just quickly, um, Roma cost around $50 million to make, which I think is... <laughs> A very large amount of money for that film, but that's a number that was th- thrown around, right? Yep. Maybe that's fifty million for production and fifty million for marketing or whatever. Apparently, it's, they spent
1: like a hundred million on on the Oscar. Yeah,
0: so the, the Academy. The Academy campaign was sixty-five. Oh, million. sorry, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So the Oscar campaign for Roma was $65 dollars, million, $15, fifteen million dollars more than the actual production and what well, they call PA or marketing budget, Jeez. right? So Netflix were really trying to push it, you know, and they're throwing their money around, but hey, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. So now they're going, well, can we have the $65 million back? <laughs> <laughs> it's just all very interesting. Anyway, we move on. So
1: what, what have you been up to then? What have you been seeing?
0: Um, I, I was very happy. that I know it's been mixed opinions, but back on the Oscars very quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. very happy the Green Book won. Yes, um, because uh, I I really enjoyed Roma. Enjoyed is not the right word. I really appreciated and respected Roma. And if Roma won, I would have been okay.
1: Yeah, oh, you've uh, believed in the Green Book for a long
0: time. Yeah, yeah. I've been back here. I've been mm. saying on the podcast since the '60s, and... I think. Yeah,
1: you've always believed yeah. in that
0: book. I have. Yeah, yeah. R- racist,
1: you are. Oh. Look at you. <laughs> you set Look me up. Yeah, yeah. I did. That was a good one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I have been on the Green Book bandwagon since trailer came out and yeah. I just felt it I felt what it was trying to give me you know give and when I saw the film I fell in love with it and so when when it won and the backlash happened I was a bit taken back by that to be honest by all the backlash saying well, why is this the best film and you know I mean I don't know how many of these people had seen the film you know but Um, maybe they thought it was a soft film to win Best Picture, but, man, Oscars are full of those kind of films. They've won Best Picture, you know. I can tell you that the Producers um, Guild voted Green Book as their number one film of the year. When that happens, it's going to be pretty much not favourite, but it's pretty much guaranteed to win. So when Roma came in favourite, I was like going, well, Green Book won Producers Guild, Best Film. Why is it not favourite? Anyway, so...
1: It was good. So I went to go and I went to see that. Obviously, uh, and you've been banging on about it since seeing it. And once it won Best Picture. Carrying on. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, you know what? I mean, I wanted to see it anyway, by yeah. the way. But it wasn't one I was rushing out to. Yep. But I did. As soon as it won, then the next chance I had, I went and saw it in my little local theatre again, where I had my great experience with um, um, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah. Which I still love. Great from. Uh and it was so good, mm. it was such a great film. I don't know where it comes in, it, it would be in my top 10. Yeah. I know that, I just don't know where it would come. I have to sit down and think about that
0: uh, for this year.
1: For, no, I mean, even if, if you
0: were to put it in, last if I was year, putting it into last yeah, year, yeah,
1: um, yeah, it would be in that top 10. So
0: it'd you know. be in my top three. I think I couldn't really decide between Star is Born, um, Avengers, Infinity, and Green Book, they're different movies, completely different, of yeah. course. But they, they were my favorite three. Even though I saw Green Book this year, so I'll have to treat it as as this year. But yeah, right. I just loved their um, – we don't want to say too much, I guess, because uh, not everyone would have seen the film. But yeah. I loved the journey that these two people took and they were, they were from such different backgrounds. and they And on paper, they were not meant to be friends or respect each other or whatever, but they ended up loving each other, protecting each other. And just being, and it was just all about a great friendship, really. Yeah, and they're from different sides of the fence. You
1: know, it was it was a little. Um, I'm not going to call it outright comedy because obviously it wasn't. But you know, directed by it was a Peter Far- Farrelly. Yeah. the Farrelly brothers, Dumb and Dumber, like Fame, things yep. like that. But it definitely was a buddy dramedy. Yeah, uh, more drama than comedy, but definitely a dramedy.
0: But when uh, the when sorts. the comedy happened, and the comedy was that subtle comedy between you know what what Vigo's character might say. <clears throat> to Mahashala and that kind of thing. It was just, it was hilarious if yeah. you are into the film. Yeah. If you're not tapping into the film early on, it probably wouldn't be funny because you're like, oh, yeah. I'm getting a bit over this. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're into these two characters, what what they say to each other or how they say things to each other, yeah. I found like just, and especially Vigo's character, you know, because he was from the, um, was it Italian background? Uh, Italian, yeah. 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 It was just yeah. awesome.
1: from Brooklyn. I um I texted you as soon as I saw the film just saying, you know, I could sit through 2 hours more of this this movie. Yeah. And um and then we you know, we have spoken about it. I was saying there were a couple of threads which you know, I'm not going to go into cuz it might give some spoilers, but there are a couple of threads throughout the film that I could have expanded fleshed. on yeah,
0: fleshed yeah, out fleshed yeah. it out a
1: bit more and and maybe added another half an hour to the film. And, and yeah I Two hours I probably it's too much, but another half hour I think um, they could have done uh, quite easily. Mm. I understand why they don't because you don't want people sitting in the cinemas for, forever, yeah. uh, you know, and they did a great job anyway, so it's not like I'm going to better their film. But just personally, for my own personal enjoyment, yeah, I could have seen a couple of um, themes yeah, expanded on.
0: Well, that can only be a compliment really, can't it?
1: Oh, completely. That's mm. great. I, yeah, so happy with it. Yeah. Um, and uh, Vigo, you know, since Lord of the Rings, I just, he just, what's that one, the Russian sort of gangster one that he does?
0: Oh, yeah, History of Violence. History of History Violence. Violence. Um, you know, things like yeah. that. And
1: there was one other one that you had mentioned as well. Captain Fantastic. Captain, oh, that's yeah. right. So you put me on to Captain Fantastic as well. Yeah.
0: And uh, it's hard to believe that this is the same guy. Same guy. Doing yeah. all four films that we just mentioned. Lord of the Rings, who he plays Aragon, the king. Yeah. Um, You've got um, Captain Fantastic. Fantastic.
1: Fantastic,
0: yeah. Yeah, who he's um, kind of off the grid, like really skinny and just, you know, a tree hugger basically. Yeah. And then you've got um, History of Violence where he's like these kind of – it's based on a comic and yeah. it's um, a, a, a gangster basically. Yeah, he's a crime, Russian gangster or something, yeah. yeah. And um, great film, by the way. We should do a uh yeah. on that. Um, and and this one here, Green Book, where he's overweight, just typical Italian <laughs> yeah. mafioso. He's not mafioso, but he's, he's just – you know, he's a bit of a um, what do you call it? Like he's like, um, uh, I was gonna say a pusher. Right? He's a doorman. No? Yeah, like basically. a doorman. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he's, if you need some weight or someone to
1: yeah, you know, so he's not a standover man because that that gives the wrong impression. But yeah, he he's still a heavy, but he's, he's a heavy. Yeah, it's yeah, probably
0: he's the customer
1: service heavy. You yeah, know, he's very friendly when most of the time, and then when he has to,
0: you know, when you muck around saying, "Hey, I know a guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the guy that you're talking about. Yeah. He can do a favor for you that could either push someone around a bit. But you know, what I realised
1: about that. his character, and I think this is where it is. He says, you know, I'm the best BSer. You know, yeah. and he talks about that, and that's the type of character he is. He He yeah. will try and BS his way out of. Um, anything, yeah. even if he gets someone out of the cl- the club that he works at or whatever, before he uses any violence, and that's what I like about the film is that. Yeah. And that's the great bit, part about the relationship is the, the talking and what he says and like you said, you know, ah yeah. uh, yeah, man, it was. It it's was like
0: good. Patrick Swayze as the bouncer in Roadhouse, <laughs> yeah. And when he's For the first me half of the film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When he's giving the <laughs> instruction to the bouncers, he's like, "You be nice. You always be nice." You just if someone calls you a cocksucker, you be nice and you carry them to the door. You always be nice. Yeah. Until it's time not to be nice. And I'll let you know when that is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Shmuck>. <laughs> oh, let's go watch that again. Yeah. Uh, again and again and again. Oh,
0: uh, well, I'm so glad you liked it. Um, and look, it's not going to be a movie for everyone, but uh, if you like your friendship films, and I don't know, I think most people, if you're patient enough, most people would like this film. I think
1: I think most people will get into it. Yeah. I'd like to think that. I mean, I think it's a fairly accessible film.
0: I think so. Film.
1: Um, the, the things that would have made it inexce- or less accessible are the things that I'm talking about expanding on. That's mm. where I personally yeah. I would have liked it. True. Um, okay. Uh, did I talk to you about, I know I've spoken to you off, but I've, I don't think I've spoken about Serenity on here.
0: No, on we haven't. <laughs> and have you even <laughs> seen it yet? Yes, I have.
1: So, you, Oh, you did see it? Yeah. Right, so we haven't spoken about it then. How the hell
0: do we talk about this film? So uh, what we're talking about is, right. yeah, Serenity <laughs> with Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey uh, yes. and Jason Clarke.
1: Yep, and, and, and trailers, like a really great 90s Throwback thr- thriller. Thriller,
0: yeah. yeah. Something like, that
1: you can really sink your teeth into. Not
0: No horror, just... Yeah, yeah. Dead Calm meets um, Cape Fear, yeah.
1: whatever. So the, the two comments I have that are non-spoilerish... That you can at least comment on. So, anyone who's seen the film will understand this. So, we'll be super quick so we don't bore anyone. The first one is Anne Hathaway uh, has a husband yeah. and the, it sets it up in the trailer. You know, he's a domineering yeah. guy. Yeah. And there's one particular scene when you first meet him, but it only goes for like 30 seconds, maybe a minute, where you see that sort of how dominant he is. Now, I would have liked to have seen and based the film around a lot more of that, like a slow build up. Because That was brilliant, like that little scene was so good. Yeah, if you could do more of those, uh, to, to show the fear that she has for this guy, wow, that like and he played it really well. That oh, he was been amazing, he was,
0: a, he was a bastard. Yeah, the problem is that that doesn't fit within the, the universe in which it is created for no. us, which I can't really talk yeah. about too much more than that. And that there lies half the problem with the film.
1: So then the second part. <laughs>
0: Is <laughs> No one knows what we're talking about. If no, no, but this, right. this
1: is the second part and this is why yeah. we're going to finish on this because yeah. the people that watch it will understand what I'm talking about. This film, uh, as you see the credits, is financed heavily by uh, Chinese money. Mm-hmm. So to you, do you? because I commented on this before mm-hmm. you saw the you film, did. do you yeah. see where the Chinese influence came in?
0: Uh, I, I, I That was in the back of my mind and I have to admit it wasn't obvious to me, but okay. I do have a I do have a strand that I could go down that I could think of one or two actually, but yeah. they're very light for me. So it wasn't very obvious to me. But you think what well, you're saying? It was heavily well, let's just say like, uh,
1: if if we're gonna break the film in the thirds like you would with most yep. films, then yep. the back third yeah uh, was heavily to me heavily um, influenced yeah, okay. by so, the way Chinese would like to see uh, the the film because I watch a lot of. I know you do too, but I like to watch a lot of Korean films mainly. But mm. I do see some Chinese films every now and now and then, and they tend to do that sort of um, story.
0: Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying yeah. um, to appeal and that's to it, their market. Yeah, 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 and that's that's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. But, um, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. All, all, <laughs> I, all I will say to our pot out there is approach this film with caution. Yeah. Because I can tell you. 93% of the people who watch this film will hate it. Yeah. There'll be 7% that will go, uh, you know, well, I, I don't know. I, I kind of didn't mind it. There was this or that or, you know, yeah. or maybe even liked it. Um, I, I'm i actually not a hater of this film, by the way. Yeah, right. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, But I can too. I'm not a lover either. No, 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 no. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, I'm there. The, if I could, I'm going to split the film to half now. Yeah. The first half of the film. Awesome. Loved it. Yeah. Second half of the film, not so much
0: yeah um, th- th- yeah there's there's a massive twist and, and this is why we can't talk about it too much but I will say this I really commend the director for having a crack and being very ambitious and something that was very unusual yeah um, and I think for the most part it doesn't really work to be honest yeah but All I right. still went with it
1: well it's on home entertainment uh, yeah. for most territories yeah. now so you know what it's uh, for a few bucks it's, it's worth the risk Um. I think, just to, just to, yeah. if, if you're someone who likes to see something different, then this is that, it's yeah. not your standard story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's as much as we'll say, we don't want to ruin it. Maybe we should do a little, um, review on it. I one think we day. should
0: do a spoiler review on that one. Yeah. Cause I've got a lot to say about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's good. I, I, we, did you see Alita, Battle Angel?
1: So that was another one. I went to my little local. I'm loving my local at the moment.
0: Yeah, you would.
1: $13 for a ticket, $13 <laughs> for a popcorn, $26 later, I'm done. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, Alita Battle Angel. Yeah. Um, the best Hang on, thing-
0: did you watch it in 3D? No. No, no, no. I'm,
1: you know what? I'm over for 3D now, so
0: I'm i was too until I saw this film again.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm over. I'm, I can't. No. 3D is done and dusted for me.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Won't even, I won't <laughs> even give it a chance.
0: Not even with Avatar 2? You know, just
1: ask it I probably won't even see Avatar 2 but um, <laughs>
0: that's the funniest thing I ever, I've ever heard <laughs> I'm going to remind you of that when you see the first trailer
1: yeah I have no interest in it but yeah, yeah
0: sure I reckon half the world doesn't either but you wait yeah oh no no I'm, I'm sure there'll be we something will.
1: yeah yeah. Um, I will I, I will see I know I guarantee we'll see Avatar 2 when it comes on home entertainment I know I will see it then yeah. whether I see it before that is yeah Debatable. Uh, so Alita, it will sell... You know what? If I was a kid, say 15-year-old, 14-year-old, I would love toys of all the characters in this. Hmm. The figurines, man. There are some great-looking characters in this. I would love it. Like the He-Mans I used to play with.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Doing the... um, It's almost like a Beyblade, but with robots and characters. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what a Beyblade is? Yeah, it's a little... Robot thing. It's not
1: robot. It's like a battle. It's a disc. It's a little disc that spins. It's basically a spin top.
0: Yeah, but in the actual cartoon or anime, if you want to call it animation, aren't they little – are they still spin tops? They're still spin tops. And and dudes come up and go – you know, I don't know. Three, two, one, spin, woo! Uh, and
1: then, uh, yeah. <laughs> all, okay. all, the, all the Beyblade fans out there were going, yeah.
0: nah, it's this. <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm removed. That's okay. My kids are so into it. I, I um, really like this film actually. I didn't love yeah. it. I really liked it. Yeah. And what I I really like, there's a lot to like about it. Like obviously visually really, really strong, right? Yes. And it was, it's, we're getting so close for human CGI um mo-capping to be um, acting alongside a proper human actor yeah. and you're not being able to tell the difference. Now, you can tell the difference between Alita and um, Christoph Waltz, for example. You can. You can. Uh, one is because her eyes are um, like a manga character.
1: Yeah, and in this film it works really well. Like that. that's Yeah, it's it, meant it to just works. look a bit but, different. But yeah.
0: we're getting very close to yeah. you having two, one CGI, one human, and you're struggling to tell which one's it which. And you still can with Alita, but I think it's pretty much the closest I've ever seen on screen yeah. of that. Except I'm not talking about Planet of the Apes because well, they're apes. You know, I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. you know what I mean? Apes and humans you yeah. thinking, you know, with the fur and all that. I'm talking no, about two mean, human yeah. CGI characters. Yeah. One human and one CGI, yeah.
1: No, I'm just saying I really liked um, Alita. Uh, it's probably something I'll watch again in, in a couple of years.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm not in a rush to see it again. No. no, I, no. I think the story was a little weak. Yeah. But um I loved I loved Alita. Mm. Like you said, I think she was just absolutely brilliant. The whole
0: movie hinged on her character and yeah. she was great. So I think that's why the movie works. Generally speaking, the movie works because of her. Yeah. But I do agree the story's a little bit weak. Directing's good. Everything's good, yeah. Robert just, Rodriguez was excellent yeah. in directing. I think it was all good. But will it be in the top? When the pointy end at the end of the year, the top ten?
1: No, probably I don't not. Think so. No, no. You, uh, depending on how the year pans out, it might slide into my honourables. But yeah, it, it'd be tough to get there. I think.
0: Cool. Uh, I did watch Happy Death Day to you.
1: Yes, oh, and you haven't seen that, That's now. right? No.
0: Yeah, no. I really enjoyed it for a sequel that is a challenging sequel to do because it's essentially Groundhog Day meets Scream. Yeah. Right. They do it wonderfully. I thought it was so much fun. Now, you know, you can pick holes in it and blah, blah, blah. But I, I went to this movie wanting fun because that's what Happy Death Day was. It's just a fun horror comedy, right? This one here, though, they've added, without giving too much away, they've added another genre to it. Now, it's horror comedy sci-fi. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. And they open the door. I don't want to say too much because <laughs> if you're a fan and you haven't seen it, Go watch it. And I, I'll, I'll tell you this. They are paying a massive homage to one of the greatest sci-fi comedy films of all time. Okay. And that's all I'll say. And it's a sequel that we're talking about. Anyway, yeah, yeah. you'll know. When you see the movie, you'll know. They even use little um sound effects to... Uh, I'm
1: really looking forward yeah. to seeing it, actually. <laughs> yeah. it's It was a movie of the week this week for like $10, but I just yeah, couldn't right. get there.
0: Yeah, it's great. Anyway, I, I look, I really liked it. Obviously... I wouldn't go watch number two if you haven't seen number one because you'd be like, what is going on?
1: Yeah. But it's a great movie double, I imagine. Great movie double. Um, and A lot of fun. And also, it'll be fantastic for home entertainment for... Teenagers
0: Huge Yeah Great Friday night Couple of pizzas The thing about this movie That I really liked Is it Obviously it works on The repeat thing Of Groundhog Day That yeah. can become Very repetitious Very quickly And it does It kind of does In this movie And pretty much Every movie that's like that But it but depends on Where it ends Is how, how that movie Turns out Right yeah. Like Before I Fall Or um, uh, Edge of Tomorrow You know They've got such Great last acts So it makes up for it And it doesn't make up It works yeah. Happy Death Day Is the same so Happy Death Day 2 is like gets repetitious again, but but where they go with it in the last act is awesome. And, and sorry, and the other thing, the other genre that they, they add to it is like drama. It is There's moments in this film which are surprisingly emotional. Yeah. Like you're sitting there holding your back a bit going, hang on, am I, I know, watching <laughs> well, a horror comedy? Yeah. <laughs> but no, you'll you'll know exactly the scenes that I'm talking okay. about.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm actually like if someone could give me the film, I'd watch it tonight, like.
0: And that's the kind of film it is, right? Yeah. Easy watching. Yeah. that's yeah, no, good. Highly recommend it. Um, and possibly as good as the first. I have to watch it again. Yeah. Maybe not better, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, well, I got to finally see uh, my boy's last film, The Old Man and the Gun. Yes. It's kind of like a Clint Eastwood mule, if you yeah. know what I mean, like him just doing it, although he's probably not. Clint Eastwood's last film, but uh, <laughs> it yeah. might be with how old he is. Um, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen, right? You never know, right? And uh, but but this one at least Robert Redford said, "Oh, this is it. This is my last film. I want to do one that I want to do on my no way out." What. Yeah. And do you know what? It's 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 fine for me. I loved it, but I I would never recommend it to to anybody really. Like maybe my mum. Um, right, okay, because it's a it's a really well told slow story about a uh, a guy who's been in and out of jail since he's you know been a teenager. he's escaped like seventeen times. It's based on a true story. Um, and he robs banks for the love of it. He doesn't have to, you know what I mean like <laughs> pure he, passion. He just cannot help it. He loves it and he's the, he's a gentleman. So whenever he robs a place, the comment of everyone who is robbed has always sort of gone, Well, he looks like this and he said this. He was lovely.
0: And yeah, he was <laughs> he just was great. Really he yeah. <laughs> <Actually, laughs> could rob my bank anytime. Kind of, you yeah. know, and,
1: and that's what sort of made him famous. And he got away with it for so long, you know, obviously because people didn't really talk to one another over state lines. Mm. Um, as you, if you've watched any sort of uh, serial killer type show uh, or film, you realize that people, that's why people go away with it in the sort of 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s. People didn't really speak to each other um, from different police officer, uh, police units. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Unlike so,
0: FBI today that just knows everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. hard to get away with that stuff, I guess. But uh, So it was just nice to see him play this sort of character. Um, I don't know. It, it, he added horses in, which was nice because, you know, he's been always been a horse uh, guy for me. Going yeah. with a horse. Yeah, he rode a horse, in. Uh, you know. Uh, so I'm not going to recommend it. I'm not going to say to people, go and watch it. But if you're a Robert, Rod- uh, Robert Redford fan, then Sissy Spacek was in it even, but no one's really yeah. a Sissy Spacek fan.
0: Um, just, she was very good in, um, that Stephen King, Castle Rock. Oh, mm. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty good in that. Uh,
1: yeah, maybe give it, maybe give it a go. But uh, I'd personally, I was just really happy to see him go out and.
0: Yeah, cool. Good luck oh, to something him. Something you know? he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Can I recommend? Not recommend. Can I? No. Can <laughs> I recommend? Not recommend. Oh my gosh. Can I please recommend? I'm not going to recommend can can it. You
1: ju- can you just stop being Gollum for a second, okay.
0: Schmiegel? <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, "Isn't It Romantic" on Netflix the other night. Oh, right. With my wife, yeah. So yeah. I forgot that it was coming out, even though you put up uh, what's coming out in February yeah, on yeah. our, our um, Instas and uh, all that, yeah. in- Instagrams. Um, Easy to forget, that one, yeah. Yeah, so I, I saw it there and went, oh, I've been really looking forward to this. Now, this inter- isn't it romantic? He's uh, Rebel Wilson <laughs> and um, Liam Hemsworth.
1: Liam Hemsworth uh, and the dude from um, Modern Family. Adam Devine. Adam Devine. Yeah, yeah and
0: and um, so the thing, the unusual thing about this film was it had a theatrical in the America and is doing really well. So it's up around 60 million. Oh, right. Yeah. But globally it went straight to Netflix. That's wow. one of those ones, right? So I kind of forgot because it was in the top five in America. Then when I opened my Netflix up and come up, watch me now, I'm like, yes, I'm watching Let's this now, right? Yeah. You know, I just kind of really like the concept. Um, anyway, yeah. I watched it with my wife. And um,
1: uh, basically, a, a woman hits her head, and she wakes up, and she's in a romantic comedy.
0: Kind her of, yeah. life is a ro- kind of like romantic, romantic comedy. comedy world, that's about yeah, trailers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't love Rebel Wilson. Um, in I, I like her in small bits.
1: Yes, yeah yeah? yeah, yeah.
0: So when they did Pitch Perfect two and three, it was too much for me because she became a real main character. She's the main character. She is the whole film in every scene. Yeah. so that was a worry for me. Now. Some of this stuff, this is a personal opinion and I'll tell you why in a sec, some of this stuff does not work. A lot of this stuff though for me really worked and I laughed out loud a lot, right? Some of it I was like, oh, cringe, 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 cheese, cringe, and then laugh out loud. Yeah. And then laugh out loud and then a bit of cringe. It was just like that all the way through. But A, I really enjoyed it the whole time and B, I thought it was quite creative. Now. At the end of it, I thought, oh, I just really liked how they kind of paid tribute and homage to rom-coms, but they kind of turned it on its head a little bit. And I looked up the director, right? And the director is Todd strauss Scholson, right? He directed one of my little sleeper horror hits called The Final Girls. Final Girls. Oh, right. Yeah. Which is exactly this. It's It's a homage, tribute, um, turn it on its head to serial killer horror movies. (laughs) Done really well with Adam Devine as well. And it's one of my favorite little hidden gems for me. It's called uh, Final Girls. Anyway, so it kind of makes sense. So this is his second movie that he's done where he's done almost exactly the same kind of style, but obviously a completely different genre, right? Anyway, so then I turned to my wife (laughs) and I said, what do you think of that? Thinking, you know, it's kind of <clears throat> straight down that lane of. Uh, my wife loves rom coms and and romantic comedies and that, and it was like built for her. And I turned around and said, "What did you think?" She said, "That was the that was the worst thing I've ever seen." You know, exaggerating. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" And then I asked another friend of mine, girlfriend, and she's like, "That was shit." Yeah. And then I spoke to another guy friend of mine. He said, "Oh, I loved it." <laughs> like, Hang on, what? <laughs> what's happening what's going here? on? And. It's weird. So I, th- yeah. But again, I, I'm not going to recommend it to everyone out there because clearly, it's polarizing.
1: Yeah. And I'm but just, if
0: you're into it, I think you'll really like it. You know.
1: I'm just looking at the the final girls, and uh, it's it's in Australia anyway. Yeah, you can only pay for it yeah. uh, via you know your usual sort of apples and. Microsoft it's really too.
0: ripping off, it essentially rips off Friday the 13th. Oh, right. Okay. But it's just, it's done well. I, I liked it. I mean, people who like that kind of serial killer horror movies will love this, you know, it's got a bit of humor to it and doesn't take itself too seriously. Now, this one clearly does not take itself seriously at all. <laughs> but I just, I kind of really liked it. And it's, um, has a really good production budget, looks really good, has a lot of Aussies in it, even yeah. though it is shot in New York. Um, yeah, it was, and Liam Hemsworth is really good. He's got the Aussie accent on. Rebel's got her Aussie accent on. Um, Adam Devine's good. He's not too grating. Um, it's, I just thought most of it worked. And okay. for something that you got on your Netflix right now, yeah, just go have a look, and you'll know within. You got to get. You got to get to the point where she goes into the rom com part. Yeah, yeah. Because um, up until then, she's uh, <laughs> it's a bit yeah. how you going. And then you'll know within 10 minutes of the rom com part, you'll know whether you'll like this film or not. And then you'll keep going or you won't.
1: I'll, um, I'll definitely watch it with my wife yeah. uh, this, this week. Yeah. Yeah, because. Uh, tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, anyway. Isn't it <laughs> romantic? Um,
1: well, in terms of TV, uh, I've been on the Scrubs journey. Yep. And I'm up to season seven. I think it's like nine or ten seasons. Um, so I'm loving it again. This is one of my favourite TV series of all time. Uh, if (laughs) it's watching it again now, you know, there are certain things in it that I just don't know if you made it today, whether they could happen there. It's a little bit slightly sexist or or whatnot, but in the context of what's happening in the show, it all makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Completely.
1: You know, it's not just outrageously sexist. It's, it's, I don't know. It, it makes sense. And, uh, so I'm loving it.
0: Well, I've started it again as well. Um, while yeah. I'm working out in the gym, you up it's, to? it's my treadmill. I'm only up to season one. Oh, cool, 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 cool. I've literally just started. I'm, I'm toggling between Scrubs and Entourage. Oh yeah, you know, wake up, yeah, you know, wake up at like seven in the morning, hopping on the treadmill for half an hour, and I'll either pick Entourage yeah. or um, Scrubs. Yeah, scrubs, it's really good. Yeah. They're twenty two minutes are easy to watch. Yeah, it's just great. I love, <laughs> love both, but. um yeah, no, it's it's cool, and, and as you said before the podcast, uh, you're up to season seven. It's still all in four by three, you know, still all by four by <laughs> three. Yeah.
1: And and like there's a fault. Like the first three seasons are hilariously funny, and then have their drop points to the drama, and you really do shed a tear. Mm. And then it just rides itself for sort of four and five, and a bit, a bit of bit six. Silly yeah, yeah, a bit silly. The, the they're sort of like, where else do I go? Yeah. You know, there's nowhere else to, to sort of go, told all the, the main stories. And then all of a sudden they must have got like new writers in or something for half of six and seven because, okay, they've now hit another gear and they've found their place. So, yeah, anyway.
0: I, um, I'll um i just move on. I'll quickly skip over two films. I saw Boy Erased, which is a very good drama, very slow. I also watched Girl in the Spider's Web, um, which I did enjoy. Good thriller. Uh but not the best thriller ever. Um, yeah. And I'd much prefer, it was directed by Fede Avarez. so I'd much prefer Evil Dead or Don't Breathe. But still very good. Yeah. Um, and the other one, though, I wanted to talk about is I, I did watch the um, Mafioso double in Go- uh, Goodfellas and Casino <laughs> this week. Yeah. So I've watched like six hours or five and a half hours of just – you know, Italian mafia, so, oh my god! No wonder you were
1: trying to ask me for money before. Shake me <laughs> yeah. down a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Shake you down a bit. yeah. You're a wise guy, huh? What's yeah. the matter with you, huh? What's the matter with you, huh?
1: You think I'm funny, like how? <laughs> like, like a clown? Oh, man,
0: that's, that's so good. Look, they, you know, they're, they're brilliant. I, I tell you what, they're all Martin Scorsese, of course. Yeah. If you watch those two, and you know what's a good bookend to that is Wolf of Wall Street. It oh, is. Yeah. even though it's uh Wall Street, it's told it's a true story. It's told in a very similar way, three hours narrated, and they're very similar. It's yeah. a modern version of uh, casino basically. on yeah, yeah, and they a different world.
1: Well, I mean, people would argue p- the the you know the traders and things like that are just the, the modern sort of gangsters, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. So then all you need then, you've got those three films, which are a wonderful um, <laughs> a wonderful. 10 hours, and then if you add Scarface into that, oh, yeah. that's almost like your island mobster takeaway, yeah. you know.
1: oh, Godfather 2, they go to Sicily, there's a bit of an island there. Yeah, yeah, you could do Godfather 2. I think they go to, the yeah,
0: but then you go one and two, and you're up to, you know, six films. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'd you're be happy. saying it like
1: it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're just creating a watch list for somebody out has isn't it? Are you stupid?
0: Are you stupid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robert De Niro is just—you <laughs> forget how good. I've like, oh, never have, but yeah, you're reminded yeah, of how yeah. good he is. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, right. So um, the last two things that I saw, Brooklyn Nine Nine, obviously is a new season out. Just you know what? Stop it with this release week by week because they were doing it every Friday on our current like SBS platform, and I won't ever bag SBS platform because it's yeah, probably yeah. the best free to air platform out there. Yeah, but. It's for whatever reason, it's not on Friday nights now. And it's some other night and I have to keep working it out. And it's like, damn it. Just, I, I'm happy to wait until the day that you will just release all of them. Yeah. Stop making me wait. I hate it now. You know, it's a frustration. Netflix has yeah. shown that you don't have to do it and you can still make money. Yeah. So whether you're free to air or not, work out how you can do it and still make money. Keep us happy, the the people that are watching these things, and and I mean, you know, I say it's free to air. They SBS and A, ABC are through sort of taxes and publicly funded. But they do
0: have commercial
1: advertising, though. And they do have commercial yeah. advertising. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, but at the same time, we still. You know, we still put a bit into it. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Netflix didn't do it, like, come on, come on, just release it all once. Uh, nine nine. Nine,
0: and nine. The last
1: thing I watched was uh, Netflix Sex Education.
0: Oh yeah, you we, started that based on our. I finished last, it. Oh yeah. All oh, right, but based on our uh, last podcast conversation.
1: Yeah, I think you and a friend Tony. Right. Uh, was telling me about you it. we so, banging on about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what do you think? Uh, yeah, I really got into it. Do you know what? Well, clearly
0: if you've seen the whole thing, yeah. Because um, I don't think I've actually even finished it.
1: Oh, man. Well, I'm it's, up
0: to episode seven or something. Or I've got like one left. Oh, or... right.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a tale of two oh, maybe I did. TV shows almost for me. Yeah. So uh, the first three were good. Mm. But they were just sort of setting up, I guess, what was about to happen. And then it hit a stride where, um, man, there was a moment where I was in tears with uh, – with a, a storyline that goes along with um, the main character's best friend who is who's gay and he's oh, trying to yeah, come out yeah, to his yeah, yeah. well no so he's not trying to come out he's, he's definitely out to his dad and yeah. you know they're, they're from I'm not sure but it's an unspecified sort of African background because hmm. the dad has an accent hmm. um, and you know films with daddy issues a love yeah. <laughs> anyway. So having this and there. But the fact that, you know, he's always wanting to, to dress up and, and, and go out in a town and, and sort of just find himself, find his life. Yeah. And uh, and obviously I'm not gonna ruin anything, but there's a storyline that goes along with him. That
0: was awesome, yeah, it was really yeah. And he was a great actor as well
1: Because it kind of felt like just a bit of a comedy going on Not American Pie style But certainly no, The with first these... three episodes,
0: like you said It's a little bit kind of just really fun yeah. Funny, yeah, American Here Pie style. It's about yeah. sex, There
1: are some penises yeah, on the wall Yeah, all that,
0: you know But you then know? it really shifts into a comedy with a lot of drama Yeah
1: And when it hit that, I was like, hang on This show's got something mm. This show's got some substance
0: And how good's um... And that's where it was uh, Gillian Anderson, Gillian Anderson.
1: Oh yeah, she's, yeah. she's yeah, wonderful. I really like the, the, um, the, the person who comes in to fix the taps, you
0: know. Oh yeah, he was great.
1: Yeah, I, I, I found him really, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to say alluring, like he was.
0: That was his character, right?
1: Yeah, sure. but yeah. I, mean, I mean, I could try and be alluring and people are going to go, dude, you're a nerd. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this, this, this guy was, uh, was, you know, you know. Older man, attractive, Mm. but his attitude and all that sort of stuff, it worked for him. Yeah. And it worked for
0: her. (laughs) No, the character, and a lot of the characters are really fun, even even down to um, the principal's son, the bully, and, you know, just everyone has their light and shade as a character in this show. And I like that.
1: Do you know, I've got it. So I was about to say, because it's an English film. Just in case anyone's out there thinking about watching it, so just so you know, it's English. But yeah. the first three episodes, it's like they're trying to make an American comedy yeah. um, at an American school, but yeah. it's not. It's at an English school yeah. with English Agreed. actors. Yeah. And then when it hits its drama strides, it does become the way uh, more the more the way the BBC or that would tell their dramas. Yeah um but still keeping some form of sort of 10 things i had about
0: you style yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, i agree yeah and, and it's got you know when then you, you're introduced to her trailer park background of, of ass's best friend and well, yeah partner in crime let's just say yeah no there's a lot to like about this show there is and i don't think it's still for everyone yeah but there's a lot to like about it that's no, good i'm glad you did that
1: good yeah no thank you uh I was always thinking about it, but it was good to have a recommendation. All right. uh, Have you got anything else? No. We're going to move on to our next segment. Riddle me this.
0: Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Who is afraid of a big black bat? <laughs> Righto, now last time we went back into the 90s. I thought this time we might go back in the 2000s, you know. Maybe. You know, might...
1: for me films don't exist outside the 90s. Yeah, and late I think, 80s. Yeah, I know, I know right.
0: <laughs> but I think I've chosen the window while you never the 7-year window where you didn't watch film. But anyway, yeah. just to piss you off. <laughs> what movie am I?
1: All <laughs> oh, right, so so what riddle me this? Basically Jason's got a film in mind. He's going to give us some clues. You there, hopefully I'm not going to ruin it for you, by the way If I guess no. what happens along the way I'm just going to sort of put it down on my piece of paper And, and show Jason he can... So we can
0: play along all the way to the end Yeah,
1: exactly yep. uh, And obviously the film will become more apparent, hopefully uh, As we go on. As we go along But I hate games Jason knows this And this is why he torments me
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, You hate losing You're I do le- her.
1: I like playing games I know I can win <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Okay, um, what movie am I? I was released on the 9th of October. Top two- gun. Oh, shit. You got it <laughs> You know I'm not going to give you a Top Gun, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, I was released on the 9th of uh, October 2009.
1: Uh, sorry, can you say that date
0: again? <laughs> 9th of October 2009. Uh, Where were you? Where were you yeah. in 2009?
1: I was working on The Biggest Loser. Yeah? Yeah, in Australia. Okay, so and I was travelling around. Uh I may have watched a couple, but I was working when you work in T V people, that's what you do. Yeah, you don't whatever. live a life.
0: The budget for this film was sixty million dollars.
1: Can I ask a question along the way, like um uh what's that uh, little game where you say, Does he have brown hair? Guess who?
0: Oh guess who? Yeah. yeah.
1: Am I allowed to do
0: that? Like, I can only say yes or no or hit, hit you in the back of the head. Okay, the keep going. <laughs> um, So the budget was $60 million. The US box office was $110 million US domestic.
1: So it did all right.
0: Yep, pretty, pretty good actually. Yeah. Over $100 million in 2009. That's a tick, a big yeah. win. Um, and worldwide it ended up at $137 million all Ooh. up. So didn't do much more out of the US. Yeah. So that's interesting. So a very US-centric, either actors or story so or something like that. So is it an
1: Academy-style film?
0: Uh, we'll find out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd have to flick you in the back of the head for that one. <laughs> that's a big fat no. <laughs> um, now, it ended up being... We should the- do
1: Ghostbusters thing where I've got the electric nodes yeah, attached yeah. to me.
0: And <laughs> 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 that's in our top five for tonight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God.
0: laughs>
1: That'll uh, all make sense
0: in about four hours. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, now, just to put that into perspective, 110 million. That put it at the number 29th for that year. Just to give you a bigger. Does that make sense?
1: Put it in 29th. Okay.
0: Yeah. So right. 110 million. Put it in at yeah. the as the number uh, the 29th biggest film of the year. Yeah. Okay. So random. Uh, IMDb has it at. 5.5 5 over 94,000 votes So a pretty average score but lots of people gave a shit enough to vote really, which is 5. interesting 5. Can I use my phone? Sure, what are you going to do? Google 5.5 Google
1: 5. the date and 5.5 5 IMDB, yeah. I'm kidding <laughs> Don't anyone at home do that right? uh, You're not allowed to do that to beat me
0: uh, They're doing it right now, we don't know uh. Damn it <laughs> Uh now, this one's also interesting as well. On Rotten Tomatoes or Tomatoes, uh, 11, uh, critics gave it 11%. You, I, was,
1: I want you to commit and own it. What? Tomato or tomato. Just You know what? It doesn't matter what other people think. Oh, I, I'm tomato. Okay, just own it.
0: Yeah, no, I did. I was just saying for other people who didn't know what tomato meant.
1: That's it. They can deal with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be your own so Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that me saying tomato would come down to me being a man tonight. But anyway, that's okay. Uh, so yeah, the critics had it on Rotten Tomatoes as eleven percent smashed. Wow.
1: Critics yeah, okay
0: smashed it. Uh audience had it at thirty nine percent only. So even audience, general audience was still a bit like uh, yeah, a bit below average.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: okay. 11% is a hammering.
1: That's a hammering, yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to think of like, it sounds like a sequel to
0: something. Mm, interesting. I think that's a good way to look at it, but it's not.
1: Okay, all right. It's not.
0: Okay, it's 113 minutes long. So a nice, uh, you know, two hours and, no, what is that? 90.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the math here, mate.
0: After six beers, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) How long was it? Sorry? It's an hour and 53 minutes.
1: And you just said it an hour and
0: 53 minutes. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hour and 13. Uh, 113 minutes is an hour and 53. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure about this? (laughs) Get the the calculator (laughs) (laughs) I'm the host of this show, <laughs> this game show. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. The just genre. Be, just be a man. Yeah. The genre is a comedy.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right.
0: What else would we'll get eleven yeah. percent except for a horror movie? Yeah. Um, the tagline, tagline for this movie on the DVD cover uh, and Blu-ray cover, was "It may be paradise, but it's no vacation."
1: Um, I have a guess. Oh.
0: Um. Ellie, guess from Sean. Ellie, guess from Sean. Let's see what he's got. No, okay, that's incorrect. But I like the cutty your jib. Okay, I would have said horror comedy for that. You okay. know, this is straight so up comedy. Can you can
1: you say the that clue again? Because I have one, one more that I wanna.
0: Oh, uh, the tagline. It yes. may be paradise, but it's no vacation. Um, the uh, rating I'm just, uh,
1: You're going to have to read into this one.
0: Stand by, folks. Just pay attention to the traffic. Uh, yes. Uh, so, Sean, I've got the name. I've controversy. He's got it. Hang on. What does that say? Oh yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah. You've got one He's for got to my life!
1: <laughs> oh my god. You just happened to pick one of my favorite movies of all
0: time. Yeah, not according to critics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, Yeah, wow, that's great. That
1: makes sense. Yeah. I've always hated things that other people tend to love, and there now, you go. Now
0: just so for those listening, oh, we just sit had our own and, little thing back here. Oh. So Sean said, he had a guess, and I said, No, that's not right. And then he said, is it the one with XX in it, like star? And I went, yes, that's it. But he couldn't think of the name. Then the name came to him. He wrote down the name. The name was correct. The film is correct. He's got it.
1: Good. So let's finish it off everyone else. Right. I beat you all. I beat uh, you all. Well, you don't know in the cars. I listen to there's this. There's 17
0: people in the car going, no, no, I got that before. <laughs> well, they don't know they're correct yet. I knew the
1: date. It's, they it's actually don't it. know
0: they're correct. Uh,
1: yeah. That's true. <laughs> anyway, let's okay.
0: move on. Oh, my gosh. Why is this so difficult?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I told you, don't play games with me. <laughs> uh, the
0: rating is PG. Friendly, friendly, friendly stuff. The synopsis is um, this, will, this will give you a lot. A comedy centered around four couples who settle into a tropical island resort for a vacation. While one of the couples is there to work on their marriage, the others fail to realize that participation in the resort's therapy sessions is not optional.
1: If you don't have it now, like... Yeah, that's giving a lot away.
0: All right. Um, (laughs) This one was directed by Peter Billingsley. Now, Peter has really only directed a couple of films.
1: Yeah, don't even I don't
0: know the name. Yeah, and he, the only film of any note outside of this film, I was about to say it, <laughs> was uh, was a Term Life, which was a director video film with Haley Steinfeld oh, wow. and Vince Vaughn. Ah, All right. Yeah.
1: So uh,
0: the, This was written by... This will give you a big, big fat carrot. This was written by... Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, the two behind some classics such as, <laughs> I am busting over to Sean then.
1: Oh, right. I, 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 you know, top of my head, I'm terrible. I don't know what they've written. I don't know oh, what they've I written. Don't... I know what they've been in. I don't know what they've written before. How swingers? Did, see... did they write
0: Swingers? Yeah, they wrote Swingers. What was the other one? Um. Swingers was their claim to fame, like their first film.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they have actually written.
0: Um, they wrote another one. What was it bloody called? It was like, um, hang on, bear with me a sec. It was, I'm looking up Were on they that, both in you. it? Oh, they were both in it, yep. And they wrote it. It was... Oh, he's off.
1: looking, he's looking, he's looking. We're doing a quick look. <clears <clears <throat> um, Swingers, was, by the way, I need to rewatch that, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, same,
0: same. It was coming, everyone. Standby. Oh my God, Made.
1: Oh right, I mean it's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, Two thousand one. I remember yeah. when
0: it came out. Not as good as Swingers, no. definitely not. No, but no, they no. had moments.
1: Yeah. No, Swingers was definitely well, obviously their calling card. Yeah, no, yeah, of course,
0: of course. Yeah. There was a scene in Made that had me in tears, and that's why <laughs> I keep remembering. It was when um, John Favreau, as an actor, as his character, was leaving a message. He was really angry and upset about, I think, a breakup or something. He was leaving a message on his ex-girlfriend's voicemail and yeah. kept timing out <laughs> and he just kept going on and on. It was really funny. It was actually really well done. <laughs> Probably looked that up on YouTube, actually. Anywho, okay, written That's by Vince. That's
1: funny because uh, Vince, what did you say?
0: Uh, no, that was John Favreau jo- who did so, that scene. So yeah. John
1: Favreau uh, was on um, A Lot of Friends as well, yes. right? Yes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, he uh, was the, the uh, wrestler.
1: Yeah, because. Oh, no,
0: UFC fighter. UFC I think. fighter, yeah. Oh, mixed martial arts. Fighter.
1: Because there's, uh, there's a moment in that where uh, Rachel continually calls and, and does something yeah, like that. Right. And I'm sure there's no connection or whatnot, but it's funny. It just made me think of that. Right. <laughs> His gag, and then it goes to friends. Okay,
0: reviews. This movie is a comedy that needs to be watched four or five times. The dialogue is hilarious. That's interesting. Yeah. I watched this film not long ago. And I really enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed it a little bit the first one or two times, but I kind of thought I was a bit, how you doing? But the more I watch this film and the more I get into it, because um, you forget about the expectations and blah, blah, blah. And
1: If you could put together a top five films of all time joint with your wife, mm. this would be near number one for my wife and I. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah see, so my wife probably doesn't love this film, to be honest. But
1: Yeah. Well, she she bought me a... Um, a sweater with one particular word on it, which I don't know if you'll get into it, but we'll talk about it later.
0: Another review for this film, so the first review I just read out was glowing. This review, not so much. This film is so formulaic, so fake, and relentlessly bland, it's hard to care if any of these pairings get a divorce, drown, or eaten by sharks. It has neither the ring of truth nor the fun of fantasy.
1: Uh, yeah, I disagree. <laughs> I think it has the fun of fantasy a lot in there. Mm. yeah.
0: My watcher, if you liked, is if you liked Wedding Crashes, The Breakup, or Horrible Bosses, yeah. you'll like that. This movie, for me, is probably not quite as good as any of those three, but it's not too far away. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. The cast, getting down to the mm. deep end now. We have some good supports in um, Tamira Morrison. <laughs> you remember who he is, yeah? yeah? One of the greatest turns in this film, though, as a as it's not a cameo, it's a, it's a solid support cast, is uh, Jean Renault. Yes. yes. Yeah. I won't tell you who he plays. Oh, shall we? Yeah, he plays. Yeah. Let's just say the he plays the therapist, right? Yeah. Um, the... It's yeah, kind of, that's it's, it's kind it. of like a guru. Yeah, the guru. Style, yeah, 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 the guru. That's the way I say it. Um, second solid supports. You go to Kristen Davis from Sex in the City. Uh, you've got Kristen Bell. Yeah. And you have got Malin Ackerman. All great.
1: Yeah. 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 The
0: yeah. the guys who wrote this film are also in this film. So you have John Favreau, Vince Vaughn, and probably the top bill at that time. <laughs> Is ready for it because this will probably bring it home for most. Jason Bateman. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. the main in the, in the, it's through the eyes of him, really, this movie. Yeah. yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Uh the movie is, Sean, I know you know this because you wrote it down, so tell everyone what the movie is.
1: The movie is Couples Retreat. Boom. Yeah. So yeah, I had a sweater with boom on it Because oh, there's a no. joke Yeah, obviously that runs throughout With the guy who's helping him stretch And do all that sort yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. And he'd always stand behind a couple of them Yeah Male or female, or female yeah just... And then sort of get them into A kind of doggy style basically And <laughs> always look really <laughs> creepily at someone else And be yeah. like boom As he's like thrusting towards them And the girls
0: felt for him But he's a, he's a hack in the end Yeah, 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 yeah. Couples Retreat. Look, honestly, it's it's a decent, easy watch and it's fun. And, so, and yeah. again, like that reviewer said, some of the dialogue's really good and yeah. I had a few laugh out loud moments again the second time around, third time probably yeah.
1: for that. I agree that it's formulaic, but mm. I think yeah. it works for this type of film.
0: What you're watching it for is the actors are so great. Yeah. Like all the actors, you know. And, just let and they're them riff. All fun. Yeah, they're all fun to watch. And Jason Bateman's typical just going on his rant. And obviously Vince Vaughn goes on his rant. There's a scene there where he gets um, attacked by these lemon sharks. <laughs> Sorry, not attacked, just circling him. Yeah. In, you know, and the lemon sharks are harmless. But, oh, he carries on for the whole movie. <laughs> and, and, like, some of it really works and some of it's hilarious. And some of it's like, all right, enough. But that's the whole
1: point, right? <laughs> I'm putting it down again because uh, I need to watch that again with my <laughs> wife because we've never we've laughed so hard. We've watched it multiple times. And I don't think I own it, so I might have to just go and buy it. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, there you go. Excellent. Yeah, you got it. See? I finally succeeded. It's oh, a
0: good one because you got it. Yeah, yeah. I finally yeah. succeeded. It.
1: <laughs> oh, all right, well, we're going to move on to news.
0: It happens. It happens. <laughs> That wasn't the actual sound recording, that was a beautiful rendition of our sound. You broke the fourth wall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is sponsored by Man Present. Ever struggled to buy a man a present? Want to get a present that is universally loved? Who the hell? Doesn't It's usually so bloody hard, right? Socks and ties are lame, gift vouchers suck, and flowers will not be well received. Well, all your man-gifting worries are a thing of the past with ManPresent.com. ManPresent is a gift box delivery service that lovingly sends classy gift boxes of Cuban cigars and single malt whiskey to the man who deserves a touch of class. Whether it's a wedding, a new father, a birthday, or just because they deserve a gift, Use manpresent.com for the win. With boxes starting at $69, it has never been easier to be a gifting king. Simply visit manpresent.com and ensure you use the coupon code OFFTOPIC. All one word for 5% off your order. Manpresent.com. Mangifting made easy.
0: News. It happens. It happens, 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 happens. The sound a effects on this show are unbelievable. I know. Yeah.
1: How do you press the buttons in time? I know, right?
0: <laughs> so I'm going to start right up the top but very quick on news that happens because we did cover some of it from the to- at the top end, right? Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Cool, cool, cool,
0: cool, cool. First picks of Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Go.
1: Right. Forget the picks. Sucker style kicker. Forget the picks. <laughs> I was about to send it to you the other day and I, I must have forgot. But if you go onto Kevin Smith's. YouTube page.
0: Yeah.
1: He's doing a how am I making this film video
0: oh.
1: every day that he's doing it. I need to
0: write this down. Where are we? Kevin Smith's what? YouTube, YouTube page. His personal YouTube page. Very smart.
1: Yep. And he's making a how am I making this film oh, basically brilliant. every day um, sort of thing.
0: Every day vlogs. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. And and so far he's been, he's been up to speed with it. You know, I mean, you know, if you don't know Kevin Smith, I'm sure you do, he's a director of um, clerks, you know, from back in the 90s, uh, more at Chasing Amy, things like that, and then later on changed into do things like a Tusk um, and, you know, a red state and a little yoga hoses and stuff like that. So he's, he's had a sort of career of two different genres really and uh, he's now going back to um, kind of the, the, the clerks type of style of things with his character, Jay and Silent Bob, um, Jay being his mate With long hair
0: Yeah And they're doing a reboot So Well he, here is Can I jump in yeah, there please. Yeah please Because you could run on For another three oh, hours mate, Easily yeah. right Yeah I fell for the fact That it was a reboot When I when I was reading All the news on You know Kevin Smith uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot I'm like going, What Why is he rebooting Something that was almost One of his more recent films It doesn't make sense to me Yeah But then when I read Into the synopsis A little bit Yeah the reboot is actually within the film. Within the film, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> because if if uh, the, the the last film basically is about them trying to go to Hollywood to and stop, stop yeah. uh, production of um, of the the, the Blood uh, of Man some, and Chronic. Some, yeah turning their comic <laughs> into a film, Blunt
0: Man and Chronic,
1: yeah, uh, which is if you haven't seen it, it's a great film because it includes a lot of big stars and like. Um, ben Affleck oh, but that's not for stuff. everyone.
0: I mean, you're either into his humor or you're not. Oh like, no, completely. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. If you if you're not in the if you've seen any of his films and you're not into that humor, then don't bother. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But Yeah.
0: No. So I'm 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 keen. And uh... but
1: for filmmakers, the access that he grants you is beyond any other filmmaker I know. Mm. I mean, I'm, a, I'm. Tell me, tell me anyone else that gives you more. Well, Access I mean, to your, you're uh, right. Like world.
0: Robert Rodriguez did back in the day. Yes, back That's in the day. That's probably the yep. only person I can think of. Which is
1: probably one of the reasons why we love him so much. Yeah, he used to put it on his DVDs about yeah. how he made every film, and and he would. show... But can show you imagine it. if he
0: had like YouTube accessibility back in his early days? Yeah. He would have done exactly the same thing.
1: Oh, completely. Yeah. And Dave, not Well, they, they both came up in this, the same era.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were true. both
1: t- brought in in the nineties. So they and ands they were both coming from. Um, very small-budget filmmaking. So they yeah. both appreciate where other filmmakers are coming from.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway. what about um, what about other news? Have you got any other news?
1: Uh, no, just GOT trailer oh, came yeah, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's
0: go on to trailers. So, yeah, um, Game of Thrones trailer came out.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, like you said to me earlier on, like we know the backstory, we know everything. So it's just the visuals that give you a bit of a stimulation yeah. to go, why is this not here right now?
1: Yeah. I didn't want to watch it, but I did <laughs> because of course you did.
0: I just needed something. I needed GOT, yeah. give me some. <laughs> because when was the last time? Did you watch the whole thing recently or like, yeah, you did, uh, Yeah, you? I
1: mean, so since the last season finished, I went back and watched it all again. All again, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man. All again. And it was good.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I can't wait. Anyway. It was better
1: than the, it was actually better than the first time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I enjoyed my second time around when I did that as well, eventually. Um, so that's April, yeah? I actually don't know. I think it's April. <laughs> yeah. Comes to April twenty-five, perhaps. Probably oh, kills that,
1: for that. That's I mean that's pretty good. So we've got Captain Marvel. We've got Endgame. May. Is Endgame May?
0: Yeah. I thought it was April. Oh, okay. yeah, no, sorry, you're right. It is April, end of April. Yeah, yeah you're right.
1: So we've got Endgame and then Game of Thrones. But it's going to be week by week, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be hard.
0: So between Endgame and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we have weekly episodes of Got. <laughs> 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 Just to keep us going. Yeah, it's going
1: to be good. In between
0: drinks. Um Hellboy, Red Band trailer. Have you seen the Red Band trailer? Yeah,
1: I'm less interested. Oh, with the Red Band trailer? You saw that well, one? Yeah, uh, yeah, it just came out like yesterday oh. or something.
0: Yeah, Yeah. right. Well, the first trailer, I'm like, yeah, you know, hmm, okay. Um, I don't know. But then when I saw the Red Band trailer with all the spectacle, I'm like, oh, I'm in. I
1: like this. If they left it at the first trailer, I would have been interested. The second trailer made me less interested. Oh, okay. I- I'll still watch it, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. But the second trailer, I don't know. I just – it felt like – in the style of daredevil, not daredevil, um,
0: Constantine,
1: Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, Deadpool, just in a style of Deadpool a little bit, obviously not to, um, Deadpool's hilarity yeah, and joke telling, but it felt just a bit like they were trying to go that way. So it kind of turned me off a little bit.
0: So the, the difference here, guys, um, is Ron Pellman played Hellboy for Hellboy one and two. Guillermo del Toro's ones, and this one is David Harbour, who you will know from Stranger Things. Stranger he plays the cop, the wonderful character of the cop, yeah. the sheriff in the town. Amazing, yeah. So he's a Hellboy. Did you watch um, another trailer come over my desk the other day? Was a Warrior, it's a TV series. Did you have a look at that?
1: Yeah, that's. Um, it looks like you know the um, back in America during the I don't know, Ellie. Mm. make up just make up a make up an age early 1800s, 1800s yeah. um uh, where the chinese were coming in yeah to america and yep. yeah they decided to stand up for themselves that's what it seemed like
0: yeah so that's exactly it sounds boring right yeah. but i'll add three ingredients yes one is this was um scripted by bruce lee he's a yeah stories or scripts or something that They've found or dug up and they've created into a screenplay or whatever they've done, right? I think
1: he just wrote the phrase, um, <laughs> the Chinese should stand up for themselves in America and someone took that and said, based on
0: Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah, right, maybe, maybe. Uh, Second thing is it's uh, from, the, from the guys who bought Banshee. Who, that's right, I, I yeah. just love that show. So, yeah.
1: um, it's quality. F- it's quality. Filmmaking, yeah. Yeah,
0: and uh, the third thing is, I can't remember the third thing, but the trailer looks amazing. <laughs> it look like the martial arts looks really cool, you know, and it's, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in. It's my kind of, hopefully it's my kind of show, you know.
1: I'm going to take it easy. Okay. I'm not excited yeah, by it. Yeah, just it. But I would like to start it. I just don't, it hasn't quite sold me yet because I've seen a load of, as we all have, I've seen a load of um, martial arts films. Yeah. So... You need to bring me something. Like, if you... Okay, if it brings me Gangs of New York style, yeah. but between the Irish Americans and Chinese Americans, yeah. then... And I, Raid. And, ra- and Yeah, yeah. And with with a mix of Raid and yeah, end, yeah, then, in it, then I'm in.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely.
1: But if it's going to be a bit of a sappy drama, but they've just tried to get people in with a bit of martial arts in a trailer, yeah. then not so much.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, I'm... I'm on board with that um yeah so anyway it looks good if you haven't seen the trailer have a look at it i mean i think you have got to like martial arts um because it looks very heavy
1: yeah definitely. In, in
0: that area um so yeah that's that's oh sorry the other trailer i wanted to mention quickly was uh, yesterday the trailer from yesterday we may have spoken about it quickly oh, on last podcast i'm we, not sure but
1: well, we sp- we certainly spoke about yesterday in our coming up for 2019
0: Right, that's maybe what it was. But we so haven't
1: in a trailer by that point, so yeah. We so this now. is
0: uh, Danny Boyle, it's actually co directed by Danny Boyle and uh and Marshall, 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 I can't remember, Curtis Ma- Kurt, Kurt, Marshall, I think it is. Um, and yeah, it's it's basically a working title film, typical working title film, uh, and it's about a guy who bumps his head. Is that right? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. The old bumps his head. Yeah, wake, wakes up in this reality Classic. where in this reality where there's no such thing as the Beatles, and he just starts jamming Beatles songs and becomes top world five. Famous. Of bumps
1: his head films.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. bumps their head films. <laughs> we have gonna do uh, the rain one first. I like that. One. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the trailer came out, and uh, I'm in. I love it. I love working title films. Anyway. Notting Hill, Four Weddings, Weddings—like, yeah. you know, About Time. They just All of them are great in their own right. Um, so I think this will just be a, a lovely, awesome, fun journey as well. The trailer's strong. Yeah. It really yeah. is,
1: especially yeah. if – I mean, if you're a Beatles fan, you're right. going to be just rolling around in the aisles crying and oh, exactly. loving and laughing. So it's, a,
0: it's another way of bringing classic music like Queen and um, Rocket Man to the screen, yeah. but it's through a fictional way. You know? And
1: it's funny, they could, yeah, they could have done this film – with Queen, if they if if they wanted to. Yeah. Like, there's enough content there for them to do that. Or yeah. any classic rock band. But the Beatles, certainly. Did you know the Beatles were only around for, together for eight years?
0: That's crazy. Isn't it?
1: That's insane. The amount of content that they put out. Yeah, in
0: you know, eight years.
1: Like, uh, you know, I've got most, I wouldn't say most of their albums, but I've certainly got most of their songs. Yeah. Uh, their big songs. And, you know, you've got the number ones, which is like, Top 20 or whatever it is of the number ones. Hmm. That's 20 number ones that went forever. Then I've got their anthologies, which yeah. I prefer to a lot of the number ones. Yeah. So
0: I'm just. All uh, in eight years. You're in
1: heaven. Yeah, yeah in eight years. So yeah, good stuff.
0: Right. I'm good to move on to box office. Let's fly through box office and then we move on to our next segment. Good. Are you happy with that? Yes. The US box office this week. Okay. How to drain? How to drain? How to drain your dragon? Oh jeez, oh. that is a little on the uh, <laughs> penis. It's a little bit on the seven b side. <laughs> how to train your dragon? The hidden world is number one. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Uh,
1: funny, it was number one in the porn box office no. for this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> drain the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Three Um so did thirty million dollars <laughs> and it's up to ninety seven million dollars all up in week two. Oh. Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry's Amadeus family funeral. When will these end? I actually think this is the last one.
1: Amadeus family funeral, that was sixteen hundreds.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: What are you drinking over there? What is that? That's what I heard. What what what, what are you say? This yeah. is uh, whiskey. Whiskey, okay. Honey. Honey whiskey. Oh. Where's mine? You've been drinking beers. Just okay. Keep on, going. Uh, so <laughs>
0: Tyler Perry's new film did 27 million, opened to 27 million, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, And that was his first week. Elite Battle Angel is number three. So that is uh, $7 million. After three weeks, it's up to $72 million. 72.
1: So, so it hasn't actually reached
0: 100. It hasn't. But here's the thing. It will in America, I think it will just think? climb over the line. Okay. But... Worldwide, it's like $400 Ah, Oh,
1: okay. So
0: yeah. smashing it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So Americans just aren't adopting it the way the rest of the world are, to be honest. Yeah. For some reason. Uh, Lego Movie 2, now that's a bit of a $6.6 uh, 6 million after four weeks. It's at $92 million. But it was
1: released for us in the wrong period. Like Which one? Lego 2. Lego 2. If it was released during holidays, I would have taken my children to see it.
0: Yeah, look it wasn't.
1: It's released during the week and yeah. I'm busy on weekends with sport and things like that.
0: And that so often happens with big global releases yeah. and they're just dictate, di- dictated by the US domestic. You yeah. Know? Uh, mm. Fighting with my family, which I can't wait to see, by the way, $4.6 million after its third week, oh, but it's increased in screens actually. So, it's now up to $15 million. So, I think it's gone wide.
1: I think they'll find that this will do well. Oh, I, haven't I, will. I haven't seen it, but...
0: No, I think it will do
1: well. The Americans love wrestling.
0: So why... Why go small and go wide? I don't understand yeah. that. Anyway, uh, but it's, yeah, 4.6 million. So that's good in its first, uh, third week. Green Book, number six, 4.5 million going wide as well after Oscars, of <laughs> yeah. course. But that's already up to 76 million. Okay. So that'll smash 100 million.
1: Yeah.
0: There, um too big for best picture. Back off. <laughs> Isn't it romantic? Seven, so number seven, did four and a half million last week after three weeks at $40 million. So, yeah, yeah. They, you know, that's a good result, I think, yeah. doing that. And then they'd probably get 50 million bucks from or more from Netflix globally. So happy yeah. days. There's hundred million dollars in three or four weeks.
1: That's why they'll continue to make those films. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh Greta is number eight uh with four point four million. That's four yeah, it's just done yeah. the first so, week. Uh
1: you know what? It seems like a great um movie I will get on home entertainment.
0: Yeah, I'll watch it on Home Man yeah. for sure. It's a thriller with Chloe Moretz. Uh What men? What Men Want. Have you seen this?
1: No, I haven't, but yeah, but, but do you know what? If I had the it like it's it's always going to be second to something else I want to see, because it came out in a week where something else came out, probably a leader, yeah, Battle an Angel yeah, yeah. or something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I would see it if uh, yeah if if there was not because I go every Thursday as you know, so if there was nothing new on that Thursday, that. that's what I'll go and see. I saw J Lo in whatever her film was. Yeah. You know, So I'm not afraid of going to see these films, and I want to see this one.
0: Yeah. So do I. Number nine, two point seven million. 50 million all up. So that's a good result. What's interesting is Happy Death Day to You is it comes in at number 10, 2.4 million for last week. And after three weeks, only at $25 million. Yeah, it deserves really? a lot more than, it delivers better than $25 million. But I don't know why that is. Uh, Because I would have thought after it's theatrical of the original, the first one would have found itself on home entertainment as well. So it would actually get, and yeah. it's good. It would have gathered more of an audience. But You
1: feel this one will smash it on home end.
0: It will smash it, but I don't yeah. know. It's just, I think that box office is soft. Like, I'm not sure what that's but about. But if
1: you said something like, like you did before, like Australian is 1.4 for Netflix and like streaming. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it will, let like people are just like, oh, that's, oh, I just want to wait till home.
0: Maybe. Well, that's a shame if that's the case. You know, because if, it, if it's a good film, it's a good film. Go see it first at the movies. Anyway. Uh, Australia, Alita, number one. Alita's number one. Three weeks in, still number one. 1. 1.4 million last week. It's up to 10 million. Oh, good. it's up to 10. It's okay. It's yeah. above the American ratio. Yeah. yeah. 10%. Uh, number two is a debuted and number two is a dogged way home. 1.2 million, 1.4 million all yeah. up. Yeah. Green Book uh, opened a bit wider, so there's a one point two last week. Did it's already at uh, ten and a half million. I didn't. Yeah,
1: that's doing really well. oh, wow.
0: So people are watching this film. Yeah, but no one's talking about it. That's I find that a bit weird.
1: Yeah, most people I speak to haven't seen it. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: kind of strange. But ten point five is no slouch, right? Yeah. What Men Want uh, is up to four point nine million. Uh, King of Thieves it did opened at seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, Greta is at half a million dollars Stan and Ollie is number seven At 1.6 million Have you got any interest in that?
1: Uh, on oh, I do Because I've seen a lot of the um, Behind the scenes sort of stuff Yeah And it looks like it's going to be Really well acted Yeah and, like, well, well done wor- Yeah well yeah, done Just yeah. worth Worth the watch
0: Number eight is uh, The Mule <laughs> The Mule
1: The <laughs> Mule Oh my god <laughs> So, what is that? Uh,
0: the Mule is number eight at uh, 8. 8.8 million. So, good, really good result. Um, and Escape Room is at uh, 3.5. Most
1: of those dollars were made between 10 a.m. and midday. <laughs> 100%. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I'm sorry, 97%.
0: Yeah, that's it, man. That's the top 10 for Aussie and US box office. Awesome, the- man.
1: Well, we're, we're going to move on to uh, our next segment, which is hey,
0: that's in my top five.
1: to my top five? Now, I said that in a bit of an argument sort of way. Uh, I tried to anyway, Why is that? <laughs> because you know a lot of times when people talk about the top fives, they they think they can have an opinion on your top five. You can't, yeah. Yeah. because it's your top five, damn it.
0: No, but you're wrong.
1: No, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I'm not because it's my top five. And you know what? You can have your own top five, Jay. Oh, I can. Yeah, you can. Me? Yep. All up to you. If you pick a top five, no one can complain.
0: It's your top five. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Well, so What's w- our category?
1: Our category today, like we're going deep. Sub, sub. We're going sub. sub, sub. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen The Hunt Ant-Man? for Red October? Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more sub than that. Have you right. seen Hunt to Kill it? Oh, it's so much for sub than that. What about Have you seen Crimson Tide? The Meg?
0: Oh, the things we do in the Where they open of. the
1: crust of the earth and go down and find another yeah. Meg. Yeah, it's so much more sub than that.
0: What about uh, Aquaman? What were they called? The, uh, it's about that sub. The creep. No, the Craig. The quiet?
1: Anyway, it's about that sub. It's about Aquaman sub. Are you ready?
0: No. Oh uh, Yeah, go. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, look, the overall theme is sensory overload. But what do we mean by ah! that? <laughs> yeah.
0: That really hurts. It's
1: basically... Like that, okay? Sensory Overload. We're going to do a top five of Sensory Overload. And what we're talking about is scenes in films that make you feel like you are there in that moment. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that hurts you. like physical pain, but you need to feel that you are feeling what the actor is feeling in that moment. It could be
0: tuning into your fears as well, you know. Completely. that that, that To you personally is a sensory overload because you can't handle that particular thing. Classic one would be obviously Jaws and that kind of stuff, you know, just get that out there.
1: And we we were kind of staying away from the like romantic comedies, like I, I really felt that that person loved him. Like we're staying away from that, yeah, right? There's
0: that chemistry.
1: that's chemistry. It's that great, but we're not. We're, was, no, no, no.
0: We're going like hardcore sensory overload. We're, yeah,
1: we're like, yeah. can you feel it in your body? Can Take you feel me your, to a
0: happy place? Yeah. Get me out of here! Stop the film! I don't want to watch this anymore. Exactly.
1: Now, a great example that I yes. think both of us have on this, and we've both sacrificed this out of our <laughs> uh, top fives. Yes. Um, but we both agree that it that's would how good be this film is. It, yeah, and it, we both agree that it would be in our top three, but because it's So, sub, we just needed to have a good example, and this is the best example.
0: example. And we've already mentioned the director, Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Thank you, sir. All right. And
1: we're looking at James Franco in 127 hours. Now, if you haven't seen that film, and I'm sure you have, which is why we picked it but if you haven't seen it, it's 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 based on a true story about a guy who basically, you know, he's a bit of an adventurist. He goes bouldering and all that sort of business in uh, the Californian hills and he gets his arms stuck between a rock wall and a boulder. And over the days, he goes through, you know, a myriad of uh, experiences and and, um, (laughs) fantasies and whatnot. But in the end, he has to, and I'm sorry, but
0: spoiler alert, He has to cut
1: his own arm off.
0: But all he has, what are you putting on? I'm trying to hear a sound that they they used in the... Sorry, keep going. going. But all he has to cut his own arm off
1: (laughs) is a little Swiss switch knife blade, like a tiny little pen knife.
0: one that he's used for the last four or five days prior to that. Four or five five days. It's just, it's blunt. It's yeah. rusty.
1: Now, think about it. He's cutting through skin. He's cutting through bone. But the high point of this scene, which is where the sensory overload comes, because we're all cringing by this point, is where Danny Boyle and the editors uh, <laughs> did a brilliant thing by making the sound of every time he would hit his nerve that he had to cut. He had to cut a nerve. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, gross. But he did. He had to cut a nerve. And they kept putting this, like... <laughs> I think every time you would try and cut, it was that like nerve. a violin,
0: like a you know, blah, 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 like this, you know. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah.
1: And I, you know, it doesn't matter. I, I, honestly, it doesn't matter who you are. When you saw that visual with that sound, your arm was coming off your uh, your, yeah. your body in that moment.
0: Breaking the bone and cutting the skin was the least oh, of his and problems. Break,
1: yeah.
0: and then he had to cut through that nerve and I was like... Yeah. Bling, bling. yeah.
1: So that's definitely in... in oh, it's oh, probably our top one, to be fair, yeah. but it's, it's in our top three and uh, we've sacrificed it so you understand where we're coming from. It's not a horror genre thing that we're specifically looking at
0: here. No, but I can't answer that though because yeah, obviously I love horror. Yeah. It's my thing and so there's a lot of <laughs> horror I can pull from, right? Of course. Yeah. So my list is like 488 films. <laughs> <laughs> but today for you guys. We're limited down to
1: 487.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you got the top 27. So, no, things, I'll just rush it. Like things like, um, I don't know if you guys remember Nightmare on Elm Street 3, when, you know, Freddie Krueger cuts her arms over and pulls the veins out and he's a puppet master. Oh, yeah. You know, things like that. That was kind of cool. Um, what else we got that's kind of like quick ones? Yeah, See, do-
1: and you just reminded me of uh, of one that I uh, I wanted to talk about. Yes. so that's good Thank oh, keep good. going right. please you know, like, sorry to interrupt I just I said to Jason before this segment um, my memory in general uh, can be good at some times I can't work out when it's good or when it's bad <laughs> but in things like this it's not great but when someone talks about something I will recall I yeah. just recalled
0: <laughs> another one um, another oldie for me is um, one of my first gory films that I ever saw was The Fly I think I was like 12 or something I was too young if you remember, if anyone's seen the fly, um he is in front of the mirror and he's starting to change into the fly slowly but surely, he's starting to morph and he's looking at his fingernail, and he starts squeezing the fingernail in the in the mirror, and then all this pus just starts to come out, and then his fingernail falls off. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh. No. Do you know what?
1: I have a confession. Hi, my name is uh, Sean. Um <laughs> I
0: haven't seen The Fly. Yeah, but I'm okay with that because The Fly is like 80, 89 or yeah, 80, 87. Or when it came year. out,
1: it was just – it, it like didn't interest me as much.
0: Two, yeah, yeah. Ten, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: No, it's a go- – like the, for those who haven't seen The Fly, it's a gory, gory film, like really yucky, gross, gory. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's – that's what i got for just uh, giving you a bit of a feel for it. What do you want to do first? Do you want to do honorables or just or count ups, count downs? Yeah, no no, no, no,
1: Please give give honorables because, oh. you know, it's always nice. And just, yeah, smack, smack Smash those babies out. through, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to talk uh, Evil Dead. In general, yeah, I in, thought that would a whole, pop up right? in your yeah. So, I'll just do two main scenes that really stand out <laughs> Evil Dead 1, the did, original original. Did your
1: vagina hurt during this scene?
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I felt it right. <laughs> but the, the tree rape scene in Evil Dead 1, like we had never seen anything like this on, on screen before. Now, although I don't have a vagina, I haven't been raped, but the way that um Sam Raimi does this scene is really quite incredible and and. You couldn't get away with this today, surely, but yeah. um, it's just big root, literally a stump. There's a shling, you know. Anyway, when I was uh, possessed. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> move on. The second one, which was a remake, in the Evil Dead remake. Oh, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With um, uh, Fanny Alvarez. There's a scene there where um, the main character, Ash, uh, Ash, no, um, the main character, I can't remember her name now, is um, possessed and she grabs a Stanley knife and she just... P- She pulls her tongue out and just slips down the. Oh no! Oh, I "Eh, felt that
1: as you as you. No, I just felt that. And
0: and her tongue "Eh, just goes "Eh." like this and starts moving around. (laughs) She's now
1: part of Slytherin.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's Evil Dead (laughs) Avenue.
1: Maybe we should retitle this to Top Five. Uh, uh, Well, I, I had uh, – okay, I've got a couple. Um, I had Missing in Action, which yeah. is uh, – Chuckie? Yeah. Old Chuck Norris. Um, you know. Uh,
0: <laughs> Does it involve bamboo? I'm not uh, feeling like it involves bamboo.
1: No. It involves him hanging upside down oh, yeah. and, uh, and then beating him around the head and then putting a sack over his head.
0: And With then rats. putting rats yeah, nah. in
1: there. Yeah, nut. Nah. Yeah, nut. Nah. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. And I was definitely too young to see that oh. that, that movie. Like, yeah. you know, I must have been about ten years old. And I don't know how I got hold of that film.
0: Well, I remember watching that. My dad introduced me to that because we used to love Chuck Norris. And but this was an R-rated Chuck, you know. And I would but have But you been must like, have been about 30. Yeah, thir- <laughs> 13. Yeah, 13. Oh, Yeah. um, What about uh, an old classic? Again, a bit horror-ish here is um, "Texas Chainsaw Massacre." One of there's a couple from this Uh, one, but one of the original one, the 1973 Toby Hooper one, one when they first time you see the girl getting hung up on a butcher's hook is like (gasps) really bad. The next one, the one that is so disturbing for me and still stands out in my head today, is um, it's all about the family. Texas is all about. The, the massacres are all by a whole family right not just um, Leatherface yeah and there's a scene there where the, you've got your one last survivor who's in the house and she's the only one remaining and they want grandpa to have a to be involved in the murder right so they will grandpa over who's like literally a 107 right? <laughs> and she's and they give him they get him to hold a hammer in his hand and he's just trying to smash her over the head with it, right? She's already been through hell and back. And he's so weak and old, he can't hold the hammer. So he just keeps going like that and keeps falling and dropping on her head. And this is the original. The original one, yeah. Uh, the 1970s. <gasps> Man, I, 70 I,
1: I don't know yeah. if I've seen the original.
0: Anyway, so she's just screaming. Oh God. And, and the reason why this movie is so effective <laughs> is that you're just blocking your ears, going, Get me out of this room. There's chicken feathers all around the room, it's all sepia and dusty, and it's horrible. And the family's going, Yeah, 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 you know, kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him, And the, the grandpa's still it? like, They're fucking psychos. Psychopaths, right? Clearly. Yeah. So grandpa's having like trying to do it, but he can't. And occasionally he would just knock her on the head with a hammer and oh my God. It was like, it's almost too much. And even today I'm sure it's too much. But yeah. <laughs> just
1: you explaining it to me is too much. <laughs> oh my <laughs> honestly, I haven't I haven't much seen too much. that. And I Oh God, that is yeah. horrible. Uh all right, well I have um a personal phobia <laughs> here. Uh, which is um, Buried with Ryan Reynolds.
0: Um, it's, you know,
1: he's basically stuck in a box for a lot of film and he's trying to light matches and you got to deal with the whole oxygen thing. But
0: it's like a phone booth in a coffin.
1: Yeah, I, I had a um, a dog with me at the time and the sound of him and his distress was stressing out the dog that I had. Wow, and was she was barking at the screen, and she was trying to scratch at the TV, like trying to help this, I believe, trying to help this person out of the the TV. So I had to pause it a few times because it was just a bit too much for her, and it became a bit too much for me. <laughs> like I really felt that that we were there with them.
0: Yeah, you know, and yeah, it's I, an effective film, and and not a lot of people would have seen that really because it wasn't massive. It wasn't the massive. Cinema. No Can You imagine watching that movie in the cinemas? Oh. Oh, Theatrical? Yeah. No.
1: Because you know, in a lot of these things, uh, as we said with 127 Hours, sound is everything. Sound mm. design.
0: Oh, and yeah, if they yeah, get yeah. it right,
1: then match yeah. up everything with your fears. Yeah. That's disturbing.
0: I got uh, a double again just yeah. to get through all my horror shit. And this isn't horror, well, partly horror, actually. <laughs> Here's uh, a William Franken double. So, William Franken's a director behind The Exorcist. Yes. And you also directed Bug. With Michael Bug. Shannon, yeah. So in Exorcist, the one, I mean, there's plenty of scenes in that one, but the one that is jaw-dropping is when um, uh, Regan is basically stabbing her vagina with a crucifix going, fuck me, fuck me. Fuck me, Jesus. Yeah. It's yeah. like, holy shit. Second one is in Bug, uh, which is the same director, um, Michael Shannon thinks that he's got um, – uh, creepy Bugs. crawl he's growing through his, <laughs> his um his um body right and to demonstrate this he, he's got this particular tooth that's you know that they're, they're attacking so he just grabs his pair of pliers and just rips out his tooth oh god just there like that you know. and you know anyway and it's full and again the sound plays a big part in that <laughs> the big you know crunches it's like i'm, I'm writing
1: it down only because i like michael shannon and I'll fast-forward I mean, through you, the no, bad no, I've been wanting
0: you to watch this for forever, but you can't watch it. You can't find it.
1: Ah, right. Yeah. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go.
0: Yeah, no, but you can't watch it. You can't get it.
1: And I'm going to put it on Twitter, and I'll see if anyone can loan me a copy. Okay. Yep. Uh, I don't have any other honourable. so if you have more, which I know I'm sure you do, you just smash them out. All right. Uh,
0: yeah. um, excuse me. Uh, I had – I'll go eyes. I've got a real problem with eyes, right? My eyes are very sensitive. What, people don't dot them? <laughs> my eyeballs. Do you know have
1: with credit crossing T's <coughs> as well? Or? Excuse me.
0: So two of my eye things my, that I just can't handle. See, people, handle. my
1: jokes go to waste here.
0: <laughs> you know, he's pathetic. on his own. That was almost, that wasn't a dad joke. That was a grandpa joke.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, my <laughs> eye ones that really get me, there's two in particular that stand out. One is um, Hostel. At the end of Hostel, the first movie with Eli Roth, um, a guy gets, a girl, so he gets a pencil through her eye. Like her eye comes out and the pencil goes through her eye. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. And it was like that for ages. It's so hard to watch. And the other one that is uh, goes with that, it's a, it's a nice companion piece, is... Uh, <laughs> is, is uh, 2 actually is uh, fight, Club, oh, sorry, fight Club Kill Bill Volume 2
1: when oh, they have yeah. the uh,
0: fight with Daryl Hannah and the bride yes. in the caravan Yeah, and then she pokes her eye out and then squashes it between her feet yeah. and then the last one of that one of the eyes is I don't know if you remember Final Destination um, I'm going to say 4 I think it's Final Destination <laughs> 4 when one of the kills is a uh, she's going in to get her Laser a laser on her eyes, <laughs> and the red laser goes a bit wild and starts to burn the fuck out of her eyes. Right, then she goes crazy. She ends up jumping out the window, and then um I think a car runs over one of the eyeballs. You know, it's just so unnecessary.
1: <laughs> well, you just yeah again. You've just uh, made me recall. <laughs> uh, Final <laughs> Destination Two, I think it was. Yeah, and oh, uh. they're driving along the highway, mm. and there are loads of um, uh, tree trunks. Yes. In yeah, in the uh, car. So truck, everyone's yeah. traveling at the top speed and whatnot, and all of a sudden the truck, for whatever reason, you know, lets go of all these tree trunks, and they all start bouncing out. Yeah. And it just comes flying towards the camera in one of the cars and you just feel it hit you. And the reason why I recalled that is because no matter when I'm on a highway here, like in Australia. How do you think of that? Oh, anything. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. If it's a it's truck and it's hauling something, yeah. it could be a caravan even like on the back of a car.
0: It kind of did what Jaws did for the oceans, it did for yeah. the freeways. Freeways, <laughs> Go, you're Good right, you yeah. so
1: right. <laughs> like <laughs> I am out and thank you. Now I'm gonna hear the music, da, 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 <laughs> da, as I pass every truck on the. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we live in an area where if you want to go to the main city, you've got to travel about 25 minutes of the main freeway.
0: Yeah,
1: that's the only option you it's have. It's 42. And, and now I'm gonna yeah. have Jaws music for, <laughs> well, for you, 42. Uh, yeah, 25 uh, minutes. Uh,
0: and final destination three had the roller coaster thing, but I think we all already had the built in fear of being decapitated on a roller coaster, right? Yeah, that was always there, that was always there, yeah,
1: <laughs> especially for me being 6'4. What do you have to worry about?
0: I put my hands up on top. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah, your hands, uh, that's not of decapitating yourself. Um,
0: uh, now, uh, <laughs> let's go into okay. the top five, eh? All right, five.
1: Would you like me to go first? Because yeah, this is probably yeah, you, you more close to you. First, yeah. I will. So I've got Event Horizon at number five yeah. because there's a scene in it where as the camera goes through into this spaceship, there's a body that has been hung up with hooks and the skin, because the body is hanging down from the hooks, the skin is stretching. Yeah. And I saw that when I, again, what was wrong with me when I was younger? But was who let me go see these films? things? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I was fourteen when I saw this. I mean that's horrific yeah it th- whenever i like, that's why I don't fish anymore <laughs> oh, honestly it when people fish and they go back to cast yeah. before they throw it forward whenever yeah. they go back, I have Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> As Into that film Like if it grabs me I'm going to be Event Horizon Again and Apocalypse I felt that. now Yeah but in the cinema I felt that yeah, at the yeah, time yeah. And it stuck with me For this long
0: Shout out to all Hellraiser films Yeah they do that in every Every film Yeah, yeah right. Horrible um, Okay I'm going to Raise you And go uh, Pop fiction.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Needle you know to the Heart. Needle to the Heart, yeah. Yeah,
0: so this was just such a great scene and quite hard to watch kind of thing. So it was after Uma dr- does a drug overdose yeah. and John Travolta comes up and, and I think it's... Um, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz, yeah. thank you. And he's got the shot of adrenaline and they've just got to shoot it into the directly into the heart. Like, and, it, and it's such an important uh, thing that you've got to get it right in the heart. So they draw a dot on her <laughs> breast, I guess. Yeah, and they're all afraid of the
1: gangster husband.
0: Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, just that <laughs> shot to the heart, that one thing where they finally do it, because it takes about two minutes to get it right and go straight into the heart. And it was, it was like, you felt that shit. Yeah. You
1: know? No, you're right. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, I thought about it. And because of all the films that have come lately, it's sort of, I've been de- desensitized. Yeah. So that sort of stuff.
0: Well, I, I saw Pop not too long ago and still, that scene is still very, very effective.
1: It, it felt more medical. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like uh, people would still do that for medical reasons today. Yeah.
0: And another comedy shout-out would be um, Get Him to the Greek. Yeah, oh, remember yeah, that yeah. one when, um, what's he, gets uh, gets a shot to the heart?
1: Oh, uh, well. Russell Brand?
0: No, no, no. Um, Russell does it to... Um, Oh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, gosh. Because yeah, <laughs> he's had a massive drug over It's been Jordan a while. His... Yeah, overnight. Oh,
1: because he had it up his bum? Yeah. No. Okay, well, right, is that why he it had it? It may have
0: been. Because remember he was trying
1: he... to put, he, he had to try and yeah, smuggle yeah, them yeah, on yeah, for yeah, him yeah, onto
0: the yeah. plane. And he gets a shot to the heart and the camera is like they do that new camera effect where it's strapped to him. So he rises from the ground. Oh, the yeah. goes up.
1: Probably shouldn't laugh for that, but yeah, it's funny. What you got? Uh, So then, okay, so uh, Child's Play has always been a great,
0: Mm, I know we go, yeah,
1: area for me. And uh, to be fair, I can't remember if it's two or three. So I'm sure if anyone's on there, I think it's two. But uh, where they go into sort of, um, well, the kid is now in an army sort of area, you know, like training up to be in the army cadets and all that sort of business and this particular (laughs) person puts their uh, is on their bed and they put their feet they sort of sit up on a bed so they put their feet on the ground and they're sitting up on their bed and chucky slices the achilles tendons Ooh. from under the bed i just got a shiver shock and yeah and the the person tries to stand up and then falls down because you can't walk without your achilles tendons and i remember at the time thinking like just looking at my achilles tendons at that moment looking <laughs> at them going
0: man that could really happen and, and <laughs> yeah. hearing me 127 7 hours by yeah
1: that's the thing like <laughs> I, you know i was big in... again i was probably 14 15 when this yeah. came out i was yeah. big in the sport and i just looked at my achilles and thought this could ruin my career yeah. <laughs> i checked under my bed for <laughs> i don't know <laughs> how, how long that... i think it ruined my hsc that's my my
0: my next one's a, be- it's, a it's a beauty so Black Swan has a couple of scenes in it which are very disturbing. But one in particular is so simple and it's when she's starting to see things and she's looking at her fingernails. We've all had this. where We've had a little bit of skin just peeling over the nail. And in this particular movie, she's kind of picking up this cuticle and then she starts to peel her skin and then she rips it and next minute we see her rip the skin right up her finger. Oh!
1: That's that's almost worse than seeing any like you know the Vietnam things where they put things under the fingernails yeah yeah yeah.
0: now I I've had those little quicks or whatever you want to call them in the cuticles and and like a little thing and they sting they
1: sting the little ones sting like imagine ripping that thing whole up
0: your finger
1: no. Who thought this was a good idea? (laughs) Yeah, now that we're going through it, I'm I'm not going to sleep tonight. (laughs) But I'm going to try and go to sleep tonight and my whole body's going to be hurting.
0: I'll be checking under the bed, I know that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right, well, my number three (laughs) means you won't be getting up my stairs tonight, Jay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, It's uh, Kathy Bates in Misery. In the famous scene... Where she's trying to stop, you know, the, the character the name of Paul uh, who's laying in a bed uh, from escaping again because he's trying to get away. So she's, she's put him back in his bed and she puts a piece of timber between his ankles.
0: Yeah.
1: And then she sits there with a sledgehammer <laughs> and she smashes both sides of the ankles
0: into the timber. You will stay here with me and love me. Yeah. Smack. It's crazy. And, Do you know? And what you I read? see, and you see the ankle just crack on the wood and and flop.
1: Oh, and flop like yeah. it, it was very graphic. Tribute
0: to Anderson Silva. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: God. I read that uh, Stephen King wrote this film as a tribute to his cocaine addiction.
0: Oh, so that was a metaphor for something. No, they we were trying
1: to make him stop from going out to oh my go gosh. and getting into the snow. Yeah. Right. As it would be. And uh yeah so I read this little thing that he was talking about. Uh isn't it crazy like how you know, these whole films come about because of I mean obviously influences that come across yeah yeah you know, talented writers but oh my god that 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 whole swinging of a sledgehammer and no matter what I do like you go to a fitness center now and they give you a tire and a sledgehammer and every time I <laughs> I rained that sledgehammer down on a tire I can just see someone's ankle there. Yeah. <laughs> or if someone's nearby, I'll ask them to stand back
0: <laughs> I might hit your ankle You're 10 metres away, move back <laughs> Watch your foot, buddy <laughs> oh, If you haven't seen that scene, oh, just you, yeah. I mean, it's a classic uh, film,
1: so, yeah. so, so watch that movie yeah. uh,
0: My number three, I'm up to number three, yeah My number three is um, A Quiet Place Okay, oh, yeah, all right. right. I'm going to go with the nail in the stairs. So here she's trying to be quiet from the aliens, right, uh, uh, You know, coming into her house.
1: Forgetting that she's had babies twice, but yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, but yeah, well, she hasn't had that yet. And then she steps on a nail that's poking up through the uh, the stairs. Aren't they the, her two kids? <laughs>
1: eh? The two kids that are alive, are, are they not hers?
0: Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was going to... Go on from that So she steps on the uh, the nail that's coming through that's, the stairs yeah. on, on her instep not, oh. on her, not on her toe Not on her um, heel The on full
1: breadth of the foot
0: Which is the most sensitive part right? <laughs> And on top of that She's got to be quiet about it Yeah Because there's an alien behind her
1: I stubbed my toe earlier Like just minor yeah. Like not even a good stub Which you do all the time, right? A minor right? stub and I've gone ah!
0: yeah. Like who can I blame? Yeah, exactly and then later on she gives birth with an alien behind her and she's got to do that quietly as well but anyway that's just I haven't given birth but I'm sure I feel that's
1: the best way to give birth <laughs>
0: <laughs> quietly
1: if you don't complain write uh, to us. set off topic with the movie guys uh, <laughs> just kidding we might
0: get some feedback on that yeah, one I might, yeah I <laughs> <laughs> but that, that scene was so well done and you really felt it oh my gosh yeah what you got you,
1: you're looking at me yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Here we go. I have I have a phobia of um. I don't I, I don't have claustrophobia. I'm g- I'm gonna tell you I don't. I'm happy to be in small spaces. Not a problem. I have a problem with being buried alive. Yeah. And the knowledge of the fact that I might die because of this particularly small space that I'm in and
0: suffocation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So Kill Bill two. Mm. Where the bride has been buried alive and yep. that. And she has to punch her way out of yep. that.
0: And then crawl six feet of dirt. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you know what? If you think that that's easy, <laughs> go to the beach <laughs> right and to ask, ask <laughs> your child to bury you up to your neck. Yeah. Yeah. And then try and get out of that. Yeah. Like think of, oh man. And, and, and okay, so not even that. But if you're in the box and you've got six, feet of dirt on top of that
0: it's nay impossible no it's impossible yeah.
1: to, to punch that which is why obviously yeah. like she is the bride well, luckily she was trained she was by pay
0: may and she, yeah <laughs> we don't know that
1: yet but <laughs> yeah, yeah so she's been trained you know to to <laughs> this ultimate superman degree where she can yeah. punch her way out and, and all that sort of stuff but being in that moment just oh man it kills me it does because Girl. for whatever reason i just feel that you know, you can be buried by your house.
0: <laughs> yeah, and find your way out, maybe, maybe not, rubble. But but you could be in that situation.
1: Like, being buried alive is a, a situation that for people around the world, especially in third world countries, is common. Yeah. Well, I say common, but you know what I mean? It can happen yeah. more frequently than it can happen it's where plausible, live. It's plausible, yeah. it's a
0: probability, as And that
1: freaks me out, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway. Shout out to the crazy 88 fight scene <laughs> of Kill Bill 1. <laughs> Because that is a sensory overload if I've ever seen one. (laughs) Uh, What have I got? I'm going to go with... um, I'm going to get a bit graphic for you here because I've got two. My last two are so bad that I don't really want to say them.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, work through it quickly and I'll try and make it happy.
0: Uh, (laughs) All right, so not many people will have seen this film, but the film is called Martyrs, right? It's a French film and uh, it's so graphic. So graphic! Oh, different. please tell me about monsters. <laughs> but why do they make her happy? One of the um, one <laughs> of the scenes is uh, they are trying to. I don't want to because it's actually a brilliant film and it's got a great little twist in it. But what they're trying to do is um, put people through the most the how far can the human body go in pain threshold? So one of the lovely ladies who's left at the end gets to be skinned alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'll say about that.
1: Okay. That's, yeah. And I know that you hold this film in high regard, so it I means did. that it's been done in a particularly yep.
0: graphic way effective way. Effective well, no, just sort of
1: primarily. an honourable. Can I just throw it in quickly? Honourable. Honourable. And, and, in fact, you say it that way and it is an honourable. Irreversible.
0: Right. Well, that's actually my number one. You just ruined my fucking whole number one. <gasps> oh! Why would you do that? I didn't
1: know I didn't know it's your number one.
0: I mean, of course it's my number one. That's <laughs> the worst know. film of all time. I really
1: thought that nobody would pick like I just thought of it who It are you just talking came to? to me. It <laughs> just you. came to me.
0: Oh what about American History X?
1: It's true, but it wasn't my number one. Damn it. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> can it be oh my god. <laughs> Alright, let's talk really? through
0: them.
1: Sorry. Okay. So <laughs>
0: I've done my number. what's your number one. <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry. I'm so. I'm just like out of this whole year of my top five. <laughs> this is really well, probably actually, yeah. your
0: number. Yeah, this is my wheelhouse. Like wheelhouse. Yeah, and I've just. I, I could talk about this for four hours. Yeah. yeah, and
1: I didn't. I honestly didn't mean to step on your. Balls, which I've done, I have,
0: <laughs> which is equivalent to my eyes. Yeah, you might as well oh just God. squash my eyes I step out. your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: I, I actually no, I you know what? Usually I wouldn't. Like, I'd laugh at it and whatever. I generally feel sorry.
0: Can you just do your number one, please? So oh I can ruin it. God, yeah,
1: it's, mara- it's marathon, man. I hate uh, dentistry, yeah. uh, and it's a whole dentist playing out t- uh, drilling and all that sort of stuff. And most people have like a dentist phobia. Oh yeah, who, yeah, doesn't? Yeah. who yeah, doesn't? Who doesn't? Right? Yeah, yeah. So. That's where I'm going. Well, shout I'm sorry, out to,
0: man. shout out to American History X with the uh, teeth on the curb. Remember that one?
1: Oh man, yeah, Stomp. You're right. If, if
0: you haven't seen that film, there's a scene there where Edward Norton, who is um a, a skinhead, yeah, he's like a yeah uh, redneck, and um, no, he's, he's isn't a, he a uh, Nazi? Nazi, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 Nazi. And he grabs his guy and just in revenge puts his makes him the guy's
1: trying to steal his car. Yeah, yeah, right. I
0: yeah, yeah. haven't seen for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I cannot forget this scene. And um, makes him literally bite the gutter, just a street gutter. And once he's got his teeth around that gutter, he then slams his foot on the back of his head. You do the rest.
1: Yeah, Yeah. no, no, that's it. So, so, so so I know that I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I ruined it. But tell me about (laughs) the the number one.
0: So my number one...
1: <laughs> I'd laugh if, it, if you turned it around and went, oh, yeah. no, it wasn't Irreversible.
0: Yeah, my number one is actually... Uh, I'm just looking for one other that i got here. No, no
1: but talk about no, Irreversible not. for a second.
0: No, yeah, the no, no talking
1: talking
0: joking. Why. I'm joking. No, no, no. Oh, you were joking. No no, 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 I'm not. I'm only joking with what I just said. So oh, my number right. one is Irreversible. <laughs> yeah, so this Irreversible is a Casper Noel film um, and it's it's a very... It's a very arty film, but it's, it's a very disturbing film and, uh, you know, obviously one of the most disturbing films you'll ever see. Why? Two reasons. One is in the early, early um, days, that, that there was one scene where they get this fire hydrant and they smash this guy's head in with the fire hydrant. It was, it was like way back before CGI, and they so the head just basically implodes. It was really, really graphic and it was hard to watch. Um... But it's not known for that. The film's actually in reverse. <laughs> and at the um, up the top end of the film, uh, Monica Bellucci, who plays the main lead, she's just walking down a tunnel, uh, a train tunnel um, or underpass, and she basically gets raped by this guy, right? But this rape scene is like nothing you've ever seen before in your life and it's so, so hard to watch. And it goes for 11 minutes, right? And you think and the reason why it's critically acclaimed as much as it can be for what we're talking about is it looks real it looks as real as you could get you know like just the way he's filmed it's quite amazing actually and i was so disturbed about that scene for so long that one thing happened to me which i'm so glad it did and I'm not recommending anyone to watch this film, by the way. Yeah. It's just too much. But one thing that helped me a lot is I actually watched the making of, I think it may have been on something, we, you know, like a, a disc that you or I have or something. And the making of actually shows you how they did that scene. And that breaks it down and it's so much better what you know. So, for example, because uh, you see the penis and all that stuff and the penis is like CGI, it's actually yeah. it's still early CGI, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, but but it looks like it's penetrating and blah blah blah. So that's why it looks so real. The little things like that, right? Yeah. Um, but it's not real, you know. So that helped a lot because I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. Anyway, I it was one of the most hard. It was one of the most graphic, hardest things I've ever had to watch. But um, I still kind of, in a weird way, respect the film for the way it was made and the yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, a sensory overload.
1: <laughs> that it certainly was. Oh my gosh. I, I was the same. I saw that film and I, I you know, what? I think I've far past that scene. Yeah. Because I couldn't, like it just affected me and I never went back to the film. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one yeah. movie.
1: Oh my gosh! so uh, with all of that
0: no, honestly no, I'm depressed it's
1: if you try and look up online like you know top five or top fifty or whatever your tops are uh, um century overlords, it's very hard to find it's this, yeah. this is a little sub 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 yeah if you have if we if we've made you recall anything else that's happened, let us know um because uh These are things that we just love to talk about. So let us know. We'll we'll chat to you online about it. Uh, All right. We're about to move into our final segment. Yeah. Have you seen... Have you seen the birdcage?
0: Oh, the birdcage. That's
1: right. This is a little... Uh, segment, you know, uh, where we look at films that have either slightly, you know, been
0: hidden, S- yeah, slipped under the radar, gems, hidden or gems, been forgotten yeah, or forgotten. Yeah. yeah, it's either hidden or forgotten. But this movie was pretty big when it came out. That's right. But I, I
1: believe, yeah, it's been forgotten. I believe it's been forgotten as well because yeah. who talks
0: about it these days? I know, like, it's right? just
1: it's something that has been definitely forgotten.
0: So. Birdcage Cage was released eighth of March nineteen
1: ninety six. Yep, the year I graduated high 22 school. Twenty two years
0: old, twenty three years old.
1: Oh. Yeah, so I was uh, seventeen when I graduated.
0: Yeah, right. It was also our the year that you and I met. That's right.
1: That was yeah. Yep. Yeah. Was it? No. Yeah. Yeah. <clears> yeah it would have been ninety five. Okay, so, so it must be ninety six. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So, birdcage means a whole lot. Uh, also, uh, let's talk about uh, just quickly.
0: What's the film about? The film is about a. <laughs> what, why are you putting?
1: You... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what you had to say about it because it's it's obviously a film that you know could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. The film can is can about I? A...
0: Gay nightclub
1: owner. Do you want to read it? Yeah, please. Okay. A gay cabaret owner (laughs) and his drag queen companion agree to put up a false straight front Mm. so that their son can introduce them to his fiance's right right-wing moralistic
0: parents. So the players at hand, the gay cabaret owner is played by Robin Williams. Yes, RIP. Yes, his partner is played by Nathan Lane. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Amazing turn in this film. <laughs> the right wing uh, father is played by none other than Gene Hackman. Yes, his wife is played by the lovely Diana West. <laughs> Weastie! Weastie? Sorry, oh yeah. man, Weast? she's a big fave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and one of the great. Kind of uh, sub characters in this film is Hank Azaria.
1: <laughs> Hank Azaria, yeah. obviously the the voice of everyone on pretty much everyone on, on the, the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah.
0: And <laughs> he plays the. Uh, they just another gay uh, flatmate or mm. next door neighbor or something like that.
1: No, he's uh, he's the like um, maid.
0: Yeah, but
1: yeah, yeah. He's the <laughs> When they made when they
0: for dinner though, he becomes the butler, I guess, right? He becomes the butler. Yeah. became like, yeah. So when they
1: become from gay, they become straight yeah. for the, obviously the right, for Gene Hackman coming over. And here he becomes the butler. So and the he what, is the most, like he's flamboyant of oh, the gay oh, you've ever so seen. So
0: funny. So this film. Can, um, I, can I mention oh, just sorry. quickly? Sorry. Yeah. Is <laughs>
1: that it's also one of the initial turns for Calista Flockhart she plays the yes. um, girl uh, that's going to be married. Yes. I'm not even going to mention the guy's name because he is just the, the standard 90s Yeah, no, he
0: did a few dude. things before this, but then not much after. Nah, yeah. nothing. But nothing. Um, look, the reason why we chose this film, and, you know, I mean, Rob Williams is amazing, of course, but this film has got to be preserved. I'll tell you why. It is one of the funniest films, and I'll say it on record. Yeah. It's in the top, Three to five comedies of all time. Yeah. So if you haven't seen this film, yeah, you are missing out, and I can only tell you it gets better and better and better the more you watch it. We watch this film religiously, probably once a year, and we are still in hysterics watching it. Um, now, obviously, there's that setup that Sean described through the synopsis, but once it gets to the um, the dinner part where the right wings come over, mum and dad. And uh, Robin Williams and Nathan Lane have to play straight. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah exactly. I, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And, and the thing is, it's not a formulaic type of comedy. No. Um, the the only formulaic part comes when uh, Robin Williams decides that he wants Nathan Lane to to stay for the arrival of these right wing parents. Yeah. So yeah. he's trying to giving him a bit of a montage in How to Be a Man because Nathan Lane is very much a hysterical queen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as he is, not it? You know, and reacts and to everything. Star, and
0: he's a star of the cabaret show as a queen, you know, like he's yeah. It's it's all. That. <laughs>
1: and uh, and and one of the moments in this uh scene, Robin Williams is uh teaching him how to um put like a condiment onto a piece of toast. Yeah. And he's saying, you know, classic. don't don't use a spoon. Don't dot Take the knife and smear, men, men smear. smear. That should
0: be a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is. He's, he's doing that sort of stuff. And then, and then Nathan Lane, uh, yeah. you know, is doing and the- it, and he's like, ah, "I pierced the toast. <laughs> and like, it's just the perfect sort yeah. of.
0: And when 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 he's drinking, uh, his little pinky's going up, and yeah. he's like, "Get that down," you know.
1: Yeah, and, uh. and look, you. you we're staying – I'm going to stay away from the whole sort of these days where people are like, you have to be gay to play a gay moment or that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. It wasn't like that, you know, in the 90s. No. Um, actors just played roles. So yeah. Nathan Lane, honestly, and, uh, you know, I work in industry with a lot of gay people and Nathan Lane plays it very well.
0: Yeah.
1: The very The flamboyant. Very well. Yeah, the flamboyant. But uh, I, wonder,
0: like, I, I don't even know whether Nathan Lane is um... – I, yeah, Australian. I was thinking about okay. that while watching he, it again. Yeah, yeah, he's that good. Like I mean, he could be gay. I'm not sure. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, but either way, um, the, the the way that they bring this comedy together, and Robin Williams just carrying on as he does, and there's a whole great classic scene of Madonna, 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 and or um, how those are dolphins. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many quotable lines,
0: and people who haven't seen it would not have no idea what we're talking about, but. Uh, but really when he gets to the dinner party at the end, it is just a riot and, and um, a comedy of errors. And that's when Hank Azaria becomes Laugh Out Loud. You know. Well,
1: there's a, there's a, a great – during that um, montage, again, there's a great scene yeah, where Robin Williams is like trying to teach him how to talk sports and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, you know, the Dolphins were on the 27 line and then they threw it at a 43 and then they got hammered. And, blah, blah, blah. and he's like – what do you think? And then Nathan Lane steps in and he's like, oh, well, I, I think it was disgraceful and uh, whatever, you know. And then he stops for a second. He's like, was that right? And Robin Williams is like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 like they're just both yeah. talking at their ass because yeah. it's great. Like it's true. Yeah. It's true. Like, so uh...
0: I, Yeah. Look, if you haven't seen this film, you've got to go watch it. You've got to start it so you can get to the second and third and fourth time. If you have seen the film... Remind yourself how good this bloody film is, and watch it again very soon. Now, how can we watch it, Sean? Can I just give a little thing here? Yeah, um, it looks I'm not, like I'm not wrapping up. By the way, I'm just Nathan Lane's
1: spouse looks to be a dude. Yeah, cool. Oh. As as much as I can tell from just a
0: very quick uh, Google, he's that good in this film. That completely makes sense.
1: Yeah. Oh no, no, completely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I've seen him in other films, like, and that's why this is brilliant. Now, he's he's Pumbaa in Lion King, yeah. which is you know, <laughs> um, but uh, but I've seen him in other films, which, which which he's been fantastic in. But in this, he just he really does play the hysterical queen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and everything offends him and yeah, whatnot. So and he's good. so good. So good. So, um, it's based on the French film La Cage à Fall, if you yep. don't know that. So, But good news is, in Australia, you can watch this on our um, stand platform. Yes. Please so go watch that right now. And I'm guessing for the younger audience who may not have um, seen this film and probably not, do yourself a favor, watch it with your family or friends, with a few people. Yeah. And it's, it's great. And if, you know, as I said, if you are a bit older, and you have seen it, watch it again because it never ever gets tired, and it just gets funnier and funnier. I haven't me. seen
1: it in roughly 10 years. Oh, man. Uh, and uh, so I watched it today because, you know, obviously we I knew <laughs> I knew how I felt about this film, yeah. but I needed to, like you, to should, you should, you yeah. should refresh because you don't know how things update, right? So I needed to sit there and look at this thing again. And God, man, it was so good. But
0: can I Can I? And just you haven't any- even watched... Did you watch the whole thing or just...
1: Oh, I got I – got, well, Mostly my like. internet actually <laughs> dumped out at about the sort of halfway mark.
0: Right.
1: Um, so, I'm still looking forward to – like, Gene Hackman was in the car about to arrive. Right. So, I haven't got to that. And I know that that's hilarious.
0: Because I know this, the second half is where it all comes together and – Oh, completely. Yeah. But
1: But, but I'm – like the whole first half, I was it's still great. very yeah, happy. Like yeah, this yeah. is a great film. <laughs> um, but there are two things in the, in the opening half that, that got to me. Oh, right. Okay. One, I had to check who directed it. I knew Mike Nichols was part of this yeah. and you can wh- – what did he do again? What's he directed?
0: He's done heaps of stuff. You'll know him for probably his most famous film is The Graduate. Yes. Let's park that for a second yeah, and yeah. we'll go back to yeah, that. Yeah. One of my favorite films is Regarding Henry. Mm. Um, with Robin Williams as well and Harrison Ford. He did Wolf Jack Nicholson, very random. Yeah, Eye Blues with um, – uh, oh, my God, I've gone blank. Uh, I mean, Matthew Broderick. Thank you, Matthew Broderick, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I really love that film actually, but not for everyone. Primary Colours with um, – John Travolta. John Travolta. Yeah, yeah. Satire, it political –
1: No, no someone else. Uh,
0: Postcards anyway. from the Edge with uh, Meryl Streep. Charlie Wilson's Wall with Tom Hanks. So he's worked with a lot of people. Yeah. Two movies. We'll go back to Graduate in a sec. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the very last film that um, I wanted to talk about with his was Close Up. Yes. Which was a Natalie Portman. It was actually – That's almost a hidden yeah. gem. It's a solid, solid film. Yeah. But solid. I'll tell you why we haven't mentioned it on it as a hidden gem yet. It's because Sean and I and a good friend of ours worked for about 18 months on a screenplay – it yeah. was called Closer. I
1: remember. You remember that? Am I bringing yeah, back memories? Yeah, I and still have the original uh, papers. Yeah. Are you
0: serious? Yeah, yeah. And so we had this thing. It was we, we were so happy about it, and then um, I don't know about I don't know a year later or whatever. We I, I saw that the, that Mike Nichols was doing a film called Frickin' Closer. So I was always very yeah harsh. On I've this always film. kept the really original
1: uh, contract that we wrote out and signed because it says there that we King in things King? will. Finish. Did we? Closer. And I've put in uh, maybe a couple of words since. So, therefore, I've shown that I've tried to, but I can't because you guys aren't helping. So, i was been waiting for one of you to make loads of money yeah, yeah. and then come in and try and sue you.
0: But, yeah. I, no, but it's okay because I was affected by this film, closer than by Mike Nichols. Oh, right. So, that's my So, experience. we'll sue. then yeah, we'll sue the other third party.
1: <laughs> they had no idea that we yeah, existed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we
0: should talk, uh, should talk to them about that's that. That's anyway. Uh, and then, the, yeah, the one that we mentioned uh, from the top was The Graduate. Uh, like, an absolute classic with Dustin yeah. Hoffman. And
1: it is a classic, yeah. yeah. But… Can I, I, yeah, go can I jump in there? Um, because I had never seen his film growing up, yeah. but I always knew about it. And hey, Mrs. Robinson. Then Basically, you know, a younger guy sleeping with a mum, yep. basically. And um, I, I so I thought, oh, it's about time I'll, I'll watch this. And really, yeah. <laughs> the film is about a guy stalking, stalking another girl. The girl tells him... Quite clearly, I'm not interested. No, go away. No, go away. Several times throughout the film and yet he still continues to try and live near her, move near her, try and stop her wedding or all that (laughs) sort of stuff. And then he gets rewarded for it in the end. And I just I didn't get that understanding until, because I watched this probably before the Me Too movement, until all of that really came about and I started thinking about who writes things and who makes things and all that sort of stuff and of course back then it was written and made by these white men yeah, who were yeah. basically yeah of course this is the way it should come out and yeah. what not I always get offended by that because I never agree with yeah, no, white men like
0: all of that era of the <laughs> 60s and 70s uh, the men were slapping the women and it was just all on film yeah like it's, it was like Written that way. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, so and you, it if,
0: wasn't written in there to be controversial. That's the weird no, part. Just, it was written yeah, in there because that's the way they thought it should be. It yeah, so
1: you can't crucify him necessarily for, for that, that's no, the no, way no, no. it was then. Yeah. But, um yeah, it was just a bit cringy watching it now. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and It was
0: more fatal attraction and less, yeah. you know, romantic like drama. At,
1: well, it was like looking at Dustin Hoffman and go, this is what my kids learn in school about you. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you had a, if you had a phone, you'd be sending dick yeah. pics one hundred percent of the time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anywho,
1: so so I've got two he, things. Yes. About this film. Yeah. Um. The reason why, because we got onto this, because the reason why I looked up the director, because I thought maybe Zemeckis had a hand in this. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the opening shot, but the opening shot
0: goes for yeah. maybe
1: two minutes, maybe longer. Just
0: comes through the um. The nightclub, didn't it? Yeah, but it starts out like way oh, in, the water. in the ocean. Yeah, in the water, that's right. Like
1: you're in the water, you may see a little bit of light in the background mm. and then it's like a helicopter coming in. So I was just thinking, oh, wow, this is an amazing shot. Like the, the helicopter's coming in and then I started thinking, yeah, you because know, of working on TV and stuff, I was just thinking behind the scenes and I was like, oh, I wonder if – I started looking out for extras. I wonder if an extra would look up. And as I was looking down the camera just sort of kept going towards the door and it slowed up for a second and you could you can kind of tell when it Transition, took over like when yeah. the next shot took over but then but then the next uh, you know jib I guess took over it which is basically like this massive crane type of thing which took it from where the helicopter would have been down onto the ground and then again I'm guessing like where like a I mean, I don't even know their Steadicams back then. But whatever they had, it had to be some sort of like Steadicam type of thing. Um, Would have a camera and have a big weight below it. So it just sort of stays still. So they sort of went towards the door and carried on inside. And so they went to um, the guy like a DJ who controls the show.
0: Yeah, I And then a the cut there. Yeah, I remember the shot.
1: It's great. Yeah. It's so good. And that's 96. And we were just talking about in our last, have you seen about Zemeckis, about yeah, how he was pushing the boundaries and right? stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, hang on. Nichols has been pushing this shit since 96. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm interested in, like, who did it before that, if they did it before that. So now yeah, we have I a 96. I think
0: the long camera shots were, I think, have been around for a while. I think the difference is with Zemeckis and and uh, Fincher is all going through walls and glass. That's what they introduced, you know. Oh right, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I remember the shot clearly. It was a
1: really good one. It was um, a really good one. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty steady all the yeah. way through, so I was happy with that. The other one, unfortunately, is a bit of a you know off kilter. Yeah. What's this? No, it's just that obviously Robin Williams. Hmm. We know if you're not aware, Robin Williams, one of the best comedians we've had on this planet, and then comedians turned dramatic actors on this planet like it's brilliant and then unfortunately he decided to take his own life
0: yeah
1: it hurt a lot of people in the industry and uh it still hurts like honestly you know it's like a part of my childhood It still hurts Mm. me today and in this film and it i i teared up when it started to happen and it was a it was a comedy moment Mm. but not for me not for anyone who's watching it now and a particular thing happened and he just had the line and he's like if you do this I will kill myself
0: yeah right
1: and it just brought it home and you
0: thought nothing of it like years ago oh years ago
1: it's yeah. a comedy line I mean yeah. it made sense like what he was talking about he's just being over, overly dramatic and yeah. and
0: whatnot but just that's right I remember that now that you said that yeah, yeah.
1: just his son just told him he's gonna get married and all that <coughs> yes. sort of stuff and he's just you know if you do this blah, 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 I'm gonna kill myself and I was like Wow, like it's amazing how context can really change yeah. just a line by what's actually happened. Yeah. yeah, life. uh so that happened. Yeah, and I was like, shit.
0: <laughs> well, in case you haven't seen it, we won't spoil the ending for you because it is got a really fun ending with a with a song that you'll never forget. Of course, yeah, you all know it very well. I won't say what it is either. <laughs> it's a great ending and. Uh, but one of the one of the um, one of the funniest things for me are so many, but um, Hank Azaria's character as the maid always just wears bare feet, no shoes, no shoes. cut off jeans, and and like a see through tank top, right? Yeah. Um, flamboyant. As, <laughs> if
1: anything on, t- on if top. If anything on top,
0: <laughs> and then and when he has to be pretend to be the butler, the male butler, he's got to wear shoes for the first time. He never wears shoes, right? I mean they. Kind of quickly put shoes on him, and they're like three sizes too big for him. And he literally <laughs> just keeps tripping over himself, and he's always bowing, and, and he's just over exaggerating being a butler, right? Yeah. And he's just—I don't know—I just found him hilarious. Uh,
1: He—he—he's yeah. uh, a very good, um, uh, not yeah, not cameo, but supporting.
0: Yeah, solid supporting character. Yeah,
1: yeah. He, he's a character, isn't he? Like, he's not—he'll never play himself. He'll always be. Yeah. a character
0: yeah. so Even good Godzilla
1: <laughs> oh my god alright well <laughs> if you haven't seen it please watch it if you if you have seen it as Jay said before watch it again because you won't regret it it, it is yeah. very good and in Australia you know if you're not on Stan they've got the whole Disney sort of back catalogue now so it's kind of worth being on there at least for the trial month um, if you you know if you're not on there
0: yeah and you can watch it on uh, iTunes and stuff like that
1: oh yeah, yeah. and get yeah. it from your usual sort yeah. of um, whatever um so we're gonna end the show uh now but my birthday's coming up <laughs> you know, my birthday's coming up. It's, it's it's a big one it's a big four zero. right and mm, uh yes <laughs> you do my friend because you paid uh, Lots a lot of money. money to to head down with me to go Damn it. to you're um, on to me we're going to the Formula One race, the first race of the Formula One season in Melbourne uh, at Albert Park. We're going down there. It's, it actually happens next week um, yeah. on the 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th. Uh, we're going to be down there. We're going to be down there. So if you're a movie guys fan, you're in Melbourne, text us, let us know. Hey, eh? we're going to be out for a couple of drinks. We are not afraid to say hello. Yeah, no, of course um, not. Um, so, uh, if you're in Melbourne, let PM, us know. PM us. Yeah, 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 exactly. And give us a
0: good tip on a good bar.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I actually know nothing of, uh, Melbourne except for one hotel and where I worked for next top model, <laughs> uh. <laughs> which was like walking the streets basically. um, So, yeah, so please write to us let us know if you're in Melbourne and uh, you're out and you want to catch up and talk about movies. Otherwise, uh, you'll see some photos on our Instagram and Facebook um, of the F1, Um, but otherwise we're going to be pretty drunk, I imagine, for most of the weekend. (laughs) And I may lose my phone. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) Other than that, good luck. Maybe carry a pigeon or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, All right, good. Thank you uh, I had fun this episode I mean Not that I don't have fun at Other episodes But you know This was good
0: Yeah You were drunk So you were on point
1: I know yeah. I haven't been drunk The last few weeks Because I've been on The fitness challenge <laughs> uh, Which I'm still on By the way
0: but, Don't tell anyone uh,
1: But I didn't have a I, Hang Man, on This is his I double cheat night I didn't have a cheat night it's Last cheat uh, Saturday night. And I've just moved it To tonight hmm. It's happened
0: All Right Pod Cool We love you Arigatou